Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Cam, Struthless. G'day. What what come up with the, the name Struthless? Because it's one of my favorite at handles on Instagram. Oh, thanks so much, man. That's, that's awesome. Um, I don't even know, dude. Like, I guess, like, hobby-wise... Probably the nerd in me is just often just combining words together. And then one day, Struth had a baby with Ruthless and I'm like, oh, that's funny. And so then- that's the, that's yeah. the, like, the thing behind it, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I wish there was more of a story. No, no, but that's like, I feel like it's just one of those instant, um, you don't know why you like it, but you like it. Because I think Struth is probably one of the more Australian words we have. But yeah, to have like that combination. So I just thought it was funny and it was rad that, um, so how this podcast came about is a friend of mine after the Sam Moore podcast where we were talking about like entrepreneurs in this day and age. And then he actually, Matt O'Connor, he actually tagged me in your video of the how to be an entrepreneur. And I just thought it was the fucking funniest shit. And it turns out I want to be a cool rock star. I, <laughs> I, I self-diagnosed myself and I was like, ah, so I'm a cool cool rock star I want to be. Gary V vibes? Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I hate Gary V though. Oh man, he is a, he's an interesting guy, isn't he? I don't know if I hate Gary V. Like, we was talking to Bliss about this um, yeah. when we did the podcast. I don't hate Gary V. But the way that he delivers his message is just so fucking intense and i'm like who like i don't want to respond to that i want to like my initial reaction is like fuck off but he does say some good shit yeah it's it's weird i mean it's he says it a lot as well which is kind of a bit annoying if you're into variety Mm. he tends to say the same six things over and over and over again with a lot of volume and energy (laughs) is there a potential video in the works with uh how to be a gary v i'd love to do that man i think um he's such a character i don't even i don't even know how to describe it i mean so many of these people are just so hardcore down the line on their own identity yeah and it's I don't know. It's just an insane thing to watch. It's an insane thing for someone to be like, okay, I'm going to be this, this is my thing. And I'm just going to rinse and repeat it and rinse and repeat yeah. it. And then, well, people end up playing. It's like, we were, we're talking about Trump with, um, with bliss. And, and I was like, we're in this weird stage of people, um, being so used to like reality TV, right. That, they become a character on reality TV. So it's like you, 
it's supposed to be reality, but you, then you're cultivating this persona and then you actually become the caricature of yourself. And I feel like Trump's done that. Like Trump's a perfect example of that. And I feel like we're getting so used to, um, it's like so accepted to like play a character of yourself, which was never really a thing before, I don't think. And it's like, now it's very, very accepted. And we're just like taking these people and being like, yep, cool, that's you. And it's like, is that really fucking you? Is anybody that dude? Is anybody Gary Vee? Is anybody Trump? But then they're just like super accepted to just fucking play these characters. It's it's a trickle down effect as well because you see it in, you know, teenagers who are now, you know, they've got their Instagram, but what they do is they focus on, you know, their aesthetic or mm. their, their look or their brand or their vibe or whatever. And then they put that out. And I mean, if you're doing that, you know, while your brain's still forming, it's a weird place it's to be. It's going to cement yourself in your own narrative and not in reality. It, I, I, it's funny. It's crazy to watch where it's going to go. And like the perfect example of that is, well, here's where it gets weird. And again, me and, me and Johnny were talking about this is like, cause he was saying, um, Johnny's yeah, from bliss. He was saying that he's started to get more into the whole, um, like stories and like, talking to his audience via Instagram story, which is something that I don't really do with Gypsy Tales. It's pretty much like just podcast content because I'm still in this stage of like feeling weird about me because I feel it's like, I feel like it's sort of more about the guests and it's like, what's the line of people wanting to hear from me versus just wanting to hear the guests talk. And um, so I'm like, yeah, I was talking about that line and, and he said, dude, just let it go because people want to hear from you if they follow you, blah, blah, blah. And he said he started to engage more in it. But I feel like for a guy like him, he's already had fame that's through like a talent and through a following and through, a, you know, there's a gold and platinum ARIA award winning artist. So his fame isn't tied into that phone. But then when you look at, say, like the Insta model, the identity and the fame is solely tied to that phone. And once that device isn't there anymore or you go out of style or you get sick of playing your character, it's like, what do you have left now? It's like sad. the fame isn't based on anything else. Totally, man. Totally. It's super weird as well. Cause it's one of those things where you've built this tower on a very small, like load bearing cement block or something. And someone yeah. could easily just take that away, you know? Instagram, for example, sent me a message saying that they wanted to deactivate my account last week. Really? Oh, it's just it's bullshit. They do that all the time. But, you know, I'm like, well, if that happens, you know, bang. Like, you're just gone. You could just be gone like that. Yeah, that's got to be a weird... Like, what are they saying about your account? Because nothing... I feel like all your stuff's in pretty good taste. So like, do, it's so fucking funny. Thanks, man. But it's not, like, it's not shock value funny. It's just fucking smart funny. Thank you. Yeah, I wish I could make Instagram and Facebook say that because they, I guess it's mostly when I talk about drugs or stuff like that. And it's weird because a lot of people do talk about drugs. But the the latest one to get banned was just a drawing of a guy doing cocaine. Was and, that the bus driver one? Yeah. And it was so brutal because I've seen that get posted by so many meme pages since. And I'm like, well, why aren't you guys getting banned? And I'm the dude who drew it. And I'm like, ouch you know it's, it's a weird it's a weird world now when it comes to like censorship eh? so and people are saying that i mean yeah it's like oh we have freedom of speech but it's like when you start when these companies like facebook and youtube and instagram are so big and controlling so much content as soon as they like owen benjamin have you followed his have you heard of owen benjamin he's a like a he's a big stand-up dude in the u.s and um 
he's he's fucking over the top if you ask me but he's very like freedom of speech and twitter actually banned his account and he had like hundreds of thousands of followers on twitter and then once twitter banned his account um he then was doing all his live stuff on youtube like he was making a bunch of money through youtube youtube fucking shut the door on him demonetized yeah so now he's on vimeo and instagram and that's like his last platform but like it's it's full on like i'll I'll pull up some of his um tweets or whatever that's um it's it's a really weird conundrum i don't know if i agree with them but i think i i do agree with them so like if you contra- them as in instagram yeah or- as in the the banning and the i guess the the, the fascism of it <laughs> fascist no um yeah in terms of them trying to control their culture and their content i think i understand why if if i were to do the same i i think i would do the same thing mm. and the reason i guess is you know reddit mm. on reddit they don't control any of the culture and what it leads to is you know you get like the toxic subreddits mm. and the really like vile communities of you know absolute women hating men and mm. things like that as in and it's it's gross but it's like at what point like those people are always going to be fucked up and there's always going to be like those outliers so i think it's like almost do you just educate people that that's wrong or do you forcibly tell people that they can't speak like that? Because I think that's where I'm at with like a lot of stuff. And I've got a really, really good friend of mine um, who I train with and he's a vegan, but he's not one of those silly vegans. He's just, he wouldn't even tell you if, like if you were at a restaurant with him, the only way you'd know is if he said, oh, like, can you, can I see the vegan menu? Well, like, the majority of vegans, I guess, are like that. Yeah. But then you get those like outliers, right? Yeah. And so they've got it in their head that like all meat is murder, blah, 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 like full extreme, like it's extremism really on that end. But it's like, they're trying to win this battle of meat versus no meat. But the way they're doing it is through like pro protesting and aggression and like uh, just a lot of negativity. And it's like in the court of public opinion, the majority rules. And right now the majority says, let's kill shit and eat it. So it's like, even if your point is right and you're in the minority, it's not going to do you good to just like ban food or control language and protest and kind of give this negativity. I think that the way that you fix problems is through education. And if you're on the losing team right now, because that's really what it is, it's just fucking teams. If you're on the losing vegan team in terms of sheer numbers that eat meat, then it's like you've just got to convert more people. And the best way to do that is through education, not through censorship of stuff. And I think that it's the same thing with, you know, like that, the sub fucking Reddit negative men. Like you just get enough good people to go into that forum and be like, hey, man, chicks aren't that bad. Like, and it's through, it should be through positive education that, and I think it's the same with like the drug policies and shit like that. Why, why does that not work? You can't do this. And he was like, well, fuck, it's really not that bad. You know? It is, it is. It's, it's, yeah, maybe I've just like, oh, should we pause for planes or anything? No, no, no. no. (laughs) Um, I just get weird about shit, like no, recording, so I'm just like, I just try oh to no, check t- in. There's totally. no producers on Gypsy Tales, so it's just all on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting what you said um, about, I guess, behavior change mm. being stemmed in education. I think there's two things. I think there's education and also people who kind of control the discourse mm. of certain things. And so, 
you know, like take like the Batuta Advocate, for example. Yeah. After, you know, the awful events with say like Eurydice Dixon or something. And they put out lots of articles that said, you know, irresponsible woman walk somewhere. And the power of that is they have a lot of kind of blokes, like blokey yeah. blokes listening to them. And what they can do with their power is control the discourse of those blokes mm. to be like, this is something that is shameful and something that is wrong. And it's it's really powerful when I guess somebody can do that. And yeah, and I think mm. you you are right. Like there is a certain responsibility that you've got when you do have like an quote unquote an audience, and especially if it is a certain type of audience as well. But I think that um, yeah, like when like those dudes are just rooted in sarcasm. So it's like, fuck, should we always have a disclaimer when there is sarcasm? Like, your stuff is sarcasm. Like, it's very dry, like, super smart comedy. And it's maybe there is people out there that fucking just fully read between the lines and they're not seeing the overall scope of what you're doing. I get that a lot. Like, I get lots of comments being like, I did a video, I don't know if you saw it, how to start a burger shop. That was fucking classy. Oh, thanks, man. But, oh, man, so many of those comments are like, this burger shop is just going to be the same as every other burger shop. (laughs) (laughs) Unoriginal. And I'm like, (laughs) go fuck yourself. They're like, bro, this isn't Better Homes and Gardens. Like, I'm not actually telling you to fucking do this. Yeah, completely, man. I'm like, yeah, because that's how you make a burger shop. Uh, When did you get into, like, doing all of this? Oh, really, really recently. Um, Like, videos quite recently but I've been doing comics and illustrations for ages yeah so maybe like a year two years two years or something of of just drawing consistently and then um yeah it wasn't until I guess earlier this year when I went to write down an idea and I was like oh it doesn't really work, work. yeah there's just so much to this idea and I don't quite know how to express it graphically so I just turned on the camera and just set it at the camera and then all of a sudden that got a million views and I was like, oh, no shit. Maybe I should do that again. <laughs> what? Um, so what platform did that get a million views on? Was Face- that on Facebook? Facebook? Yeah. Fuck, it's crazy. I should yeah. go viral. What oh, was the video? It was um, that one that we were talking about before, the cocaine in Mexico video. Uh, so yeah. And it was, so was that your first video? Uh, I had done like other kind of just weird stuff. I'd done like gross cooking videos before, like where, <laughs> you know, I'd combined like... Uh, I guess like fish and pingers to yeah. make yeah sh- shit like that but like it wasn't really serious it was more just you know filming stupid shit on my phone yeah and maybe I'd done like a handful of them like I could count it on two fingers how many I'd made but then um yeah I guess I, I wrote down this joke and like the joke was I think it's, it's marginal cost analysis I don't know I'm not very educated but <laughs> you know it was basically just the benefits of where you could do cocaine in Australia versus Mexico and the graph just wasn't funny. So, yeah, I just turned on the camera and next minute it worked. <laughs> That's so crazy that, um, fuck, man, like the, the control of what's funny, who's funny, like it's so democratized now dude it's so weird and that's to me like that's just the coolest thing and i mean it's even the same for this podcast like what the fuck qualifies me to talk about anything nothing I love nothing it, qualifies me to talk oh, about anything but it's i like, love how decentralized shit is now like, it's so good it's so so good and i love watching big networks fail mm. i don't know like i got the biggest have you ever tried to go down that like traditional route and like being knocked back before not exactly like I did work in advertising so um I know 
what it is mm. and i have worked with i guess networks and i mean i'm going to a network after this like yeah right. yeah so like I, i'm not afraid of them or anything and I, I quite like them and a lot of them have their value but the ones who aren't changing quick yeah like really really quick are not going to survive yeah it's just the classic um uh, blockbuster scenario literally man and yeah. everything is just in this cycle and I mean even with like the podcasting game like I think Australia is quite a ways behind the US stuff like I guess everything just takes a little bit to sort of trickle down to us but it's like now it's like really starting to blow up here so there's like yeah it's just it's crazy to see I just I love that you know you walk into an audition and it's like you get super nervous and you're like you bomb when you're the dude that probably should have got the part let's say but then it's like when you're in the comfort of your own home and you're in your own environment there's no eyes on you and it's just you and your camera you can like really actually express the things that you want to do you can do it in your own time and you can get to the point of your best performance and then you can put it out and it's like i think that in so many cases it's been like the inside industry and the who you know kind of thing and we haven't always got like the best dudes and i think now we're seeing the best dudes like and i'm sure you know you're you're a quiet dude and you're not like a i guess you're different than the character that you play in a way on your um on your videos and then it's like if you go into that audition world and you just don't crush it in there then we wouldn't have got to see you yeah but now because of the way that you know shit can get made totally you are and it's like a million views later about a video of cocaine in mexico (laughs) yeah yeah no this this is a brilliant point man and you're right about the quiet thing because so many i guess comedians you know they have to go through stand-up or you know things Mm. where it's like you don't really want to do that you know, or maybe you do. I don't know. Where are you at with stand up? Because I asked you that. When yeah, we were talking because like I would love to do it. I I tried it once, um, and it was it was really neat. And like my best mate, he's heaps into it, and he does it. You know, three times a week. And yeah, right. I sometimes we'll go along with him and check him out, and you know, it's it's brilliant. Like I'm always super impressed by everybody, and maybe I'll give it a shot. I wouldn't mind like some sort of hybrid of stand up and a talk, mm. like not in a not in a you know condescending intellectual way more if i could do stand up with like a powerpoint presentation yeah right. that's kind of where i want to get to like a tedx <laughs> of yourself being funny yeah 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 Te- tedx almost has the wrong co- connotation like because it infers that you're gonna learn some shit yeah yeah i don't want to teach yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um yeah it's it's fucking gotta be a um yeah, it's got to be like a daunting thing. I got a friend that is one of the funniest dudes. So he he started a blog back in the day in motocross called Brodocross. Awesome. And it was, dude, like his shit. Like, I'll actually send you some of his stuff to read. Like he is one funny motherfucker. And he just like ripped on everyone in the industry. No one was safe. Then he ended up getting like a super big job at Red Bull. And now he can't like, um, he really can't do the Brodocross thing again because it was like too heavy. But um, he's like wrote screenplays and fucking he has like, he has a lot of stand-up material he just hasn't done it and i'm like bro you're blowing it like you are the funniest dude and his just the delivery and everything and, and i guess like you can just tell when people have it and he has it and it's like the same with you know the stuff that you do it's like well yeah you're fucking funny oh thanks because it's like what 
what is funny, eh? Like, I don't where even the fuck know, do man. we get funny from? I don't even know, like, because I wouldn't call my, my stuff in any case laugh out loud kind of thing, but I think the ideas behind them are sort of funny. Mm. And I hope that by the end someone just goes, well, I, I sort of agree. I don't know why I should. And, you know, sometimes it's fun to, like, build an argument up from the ground, but the argument's based on something so ridiculous that by mm. the end the person's like... All right. Like the humor is the fact that they weren't. It kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's funny because it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose the um the one of the videos that I really like is your vegan pinger video. Oh man, I got so much fucking hate for that. That's so good though. That means it's fucking like that's what you want. So like that one is probably the most misinterpreted of misinterpreted of all my videos. So like the joke was that there are so much that there is so much like statistic bending and half truths for both veganism and drug drug facts Mm. and so i was like oh what if i just took the worst statistics out of both of them and made a video from it and i (laughs) thought that was a funny idea you know like like and i'm a like i'm pretty much vegan i'm like 80 percent vegan i'm trying trying to be 100 (laughs) it's hard like there's just milk powder and everything but um and you know I used to take a lot of drugs so I'm like alright I, I think I know these two worlds yeah, and yeah. I know that there's a lot of bullshit in it and I thought it'd be so funny to combine the bullshit but everyone was just like this is a shit scientific analysis you're a fucking idiot I'm like, <laughs> no I'm not I think you're an idiot or you could be like well I kind of know I'm a fucking idiot that's yeah, why I'm making exactly. these like stupid videos exactly and like I, I never ever write back to that shit but like I'll, I might write back to it on YouTube like some dudes are like blah 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 you know just like some rant about yeah, man like you, there are so many hot topics and I, I don't think I knew how much of a hot topic veganism was it's like people just get so triggered by it and yeah he'd written this thing and I'm like all right, dude. But also, like I said, ping a molecule. Like, this is, this is, there's no such thing as yeah, a ping yeah. a molecule. And then he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm like, I don't know. But I thought it was a great video. So, dude, I thought it was fucking so funny. Like, I just wonder where you get a lot of that inspiration from. Like, to me, it's so cool. Uh, I feel like you've got to just have that mind that's like constantly ready to jump on something as soon as it kind of enters your brain. And then, because for me, I feel like even I see, I'm like, damn, that'd be super funny to like say that. But it's like, you're just not really, like I'm not in that zone of like just writing things down and cultivating these ideas. So it's like, it, you must you must be just on it all the time when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's um, that's a very empowering assumption. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, I guess with that idea, I was just like, all right, what's the most ludicrous thing I could say on the internet? And, you know, like shy of... Oh, I have said some pretty ludicrous things, I guess, about politics, but you know, and and crazy shit. But yeah. that to me just felt like the most insane thing. And I'm like, okay, can I back it up? And then, yeah, the, the really cool part was so like a lot of that hate was, you know, we're talking like five percent of the comment section. Mm. Most of it was just like, haha, guess I'm turning vegan now. Because yeah. that to me was the joke. I'm like, I wanted to create something that made vegans seem like the cool the kid yeah, yeah. yeah and you know because so often it's not you know and so often they're just like showing a picture of a dead lamb and it's so confronting and it's so sad like or you know they'll be like any argument against vegan is an argument for for, for cruelty yeah. yeah and like inherently i do believe that but in terms of communication i don't mm. and it, i think it just comes back to that whole 
thing that we said at the start like that to me it's like change the court of public opinion 100 percent. and man. it's like the way to do it and it goes back to that drug argument like you like not you as in you yeah. but you lost the war on drugs there is no war on drugs yeah there's still a war on drugs in terms of police enforcing it but the fucking jury's out as far as we go like everyone smokes weed everyone does pingers everyone does coke like just fucking it's a part of culture it's been a part of culture for thousands of years and there's a reason that it's there because it's fucking good at times yes you can go way off the deep end but you can go way off the deep end when it comes to sex you can go way off the deep end when it comes to food like human nature has a way of finding a way to like fuck itself up on pretty much anything everything man like you can die from drinking water yeah people do like they do like yeah. way more than you think did you ever hear about that case in america we for a Wii? when yeah. then Nint- oh dude it's so so sad but like when the nintendo Wii came out there was this competition called Wii for a Wii, where you had to drink water and whoever could i guess Wii the longest won a nintendo Wii. and there was this kid who literally died from drinking too much water to win a Nintendo Wii. What the fuck? Yeah. So weird. Yeah. That's so weird. And it's like, you, it, it's so weird how, I guess, you don't flinch when you hear that story. Mm. Yeah, it's not shocking. You're just like, yep, of course that happened. Of yeah. course that happened. Well, there's a there was a competition for like um, a mum trying to win an Xbox for her son and it was like, who could drink the most water? And she fucking died trying to win an Xbox. Fuck. And you're just like... <laughs> Fuck. But that's the thing. So it's like, we're trying to... You, But what do you do? Do you ban water? No, you can't <laughs> ban... You can't ban water. You're like, it's fucking stupid. It's... Well, A, we all need it. But if you... You educate people as to why they shouldn't do that. And it fucking makes sense. You're like, oh... So if I drink all this water, I'll die. Sweet. Fucking taking a note it's all up here now and it's like we need to treat everything like that and and you know specifically for the vegan argument as soon as like the and I, that's my problem with like so much stuff these days is like that lisa what was that what was that chick's lisa that did the 7 p.m project thing wilkinson wilkinson yeah fuck what, what did she like, do i just wanted to throw the remote at my tv because she was doing that like all the, it was when that chick was raped and murdered in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. Fucking horrible. Can we, are we all in agreement that that shit sucks? 100%. It's, it's so sad. Yeah, and then so she gets on TV and does like this powerful monologue in fucking air quotes about all men being the problem. And it's like you you are right with what you said with like the Tudor Advocate. Like when you've got a platform and it's like there's definitely stuff where it's like you should use that for that educational purpose but she gets on there and is like all men need to do this all men are part of the problem and I'm like man I don't know one fucking person in my circle of friends like she said it's up to you to talk to your mates I I can't talk to my mates about this shit none of my fucking mates are in that boat of abusing women like what am I and it's like as soon as you throw out those kind of um those blanket statements, then it puts you on the defensive because all of a sudden you're being accused for something that you haven't done. Whenever you accuse anyone of something they haven't done, the natural instinct is to defend themselves. And I think that that argument goes with everything. And that, that's like my problem with like the Black Lives Matter shit when that all blows up and the fucking um, this whole like transgender thing, all these like hot button issues that get pressed 
it's like when you get thrown into a category when you've just got I've like I've got nothing to do with it and it automatically makes you defensive about an issue that you really fucking don't have a part of and that's where again like the vegan thing or the drugs thing it's like you can't just be like you're a fucking murderer and it's like well yeah I mean I guess I am when it, if I'm eating meat that meat did die but it's like fuck are you really coming at me this hard like we've all kind of we're all kind of in this boat of needing to eat and it's like I don't know you could go down the fucking rabbit hole with the vegan thing but it's just it's just that language of the accusations where I'm just like it's not productive just tell me why I shouldn't eat meat it's don't brutal, call man. me a murderer I hate it I hate it I hate it so much and I really hate uh, I guess when people write each other off for having views mm. you know it's like if, if you were to say a view that, you know, or if I were to say a view that you didn't disagree with, you'll understand that that's, you know, 1% of perhaps the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, dude, I totally agree with and that. And people tend to just one-dimensionalize at the moment. And I, I don't know if it's, you know, because we live in this chaotic time mm. of 2018 where, you know, Trump and Kim Jong are hanging out and, you know, it's like, what? what's going on, man? But as a result, it really does force people into binaries. And that's so sad it's so sad to watch, you know, it's almost like a, I don't know, it's just, it's just like pick a side. It's like, well, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's a shade of grey or something. But well, that's the, uh, that's like a good thing, like what you said about Trump, right? The whole North Korea thing. If Obama, and I'm not in any way like a Trump supporter, right? Mm. But it's, what the fuck is a Trump supporter? Like, why should you fully agree with anything anyone says? Like, I don't agree with everything my mum says. I fucking love my mum. But my mum says, says dumb shit that I don't agree with at all. And a lot of it's about me. You know <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, I don't agree with a lot of stuff that she says, but I fucking love her and I'm a supporter of her. But it's like... When so if you can't agree with everything that your own flesh and blood says, but you can still overall like them, then why the fuck is that? Why do we treat everybody else different and draw like these hard lines in the sand? And it's like if Obama got to meet Kim Jong and did that whole deal and had the summit in Singapore, then he would have been a fucking hero. And then Trump does it. And it's so like... The, all this negativity that gets bred out of it and it's like all right fuck all the other stuff i think like, I is this see. a positive thing that he just did like is this because everyone said don't elect trump it's going to be a war with north korea turns out they're fucking watching a basketball game with uh with what's his name rodman yeah 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 it's so rodman. it's like i don't know man it's like are we are we just our one fucking opinion like it's and this should I'm, I'm sure i don't agree with everything you've ever said or will ever say and you probably won't agree with that but it's like does that mean you can't just sit across from each other and have a conversation oh, about it totally man totally and i guess like the argument against that is some people have higher stakes when it comes to opinion so you know there are some people who you know like for us i guess you know thinking about stuff is kind of recreational mm. but obviously there are people who you know are I guess asylum seekers or something where it's like, you know, your, your opinions forced out of circumstance mm. in, in terms of what you have. And I think that's the, that's the argument that I don't live and don't see firsthand, but it's interesting. Like what you said about Obama and I guess Trump, cause I do think that Trump is becoming more popular with non Trump people mm. in a weird way. And 
I don't know why. I don't know if it's like a Kanye thing or um or what's fuck. That was a whole nother deal, wasn't it? Oh man, wasn't that funny? It was bizarre watching that whole thing unfold. Yeah, I think that like it's like fuck. Like, what do we need from our leader? Do we need him to be this nice person? And, and I don't mean okay. I guess he's not our leader, being that he's leading America. But in terms, it's just like what is leadership like do you have to really like the person or is it a results based thing because if you're going just off results there is some good stuff and it's yeah it just seems like what what exactly we're chasing it's a it's it's like we want him to be our dad and our best friend you know <laughs> it's weird as well man because so many people are pretty disingenuous when it comes to their views and you know it's just it's like uh if you want to start a media company start it during an election because that's mm. when you're going to get all the clicks and all the views. But at the moment, the news cycle is so, you know, caffeinated and insane that you could just start anything right now. And if you talk about, like you say, a couple of hot button issues, like you'll get, you'll get famous pretty damn quick. Yeah. It's uh, like Jordan Peterson, take him for example, you know, what do you, do you like Jordan Peterson and what he says? And I see his value. I think are you, he, are you, would you say you're more of like a, a left, leaning dude or like are you no man i i don't i don't think i know enough to pick where i stand yep i think that's a good uh i'd say that is a really good way to look at it because that's probably the way everyone should look at it unless you are one of those intellectual people doing it for a living like what the fuck do we know well and that that's what i think the problem is is that like you know people just get forced into camps and it's de- demographically demographically you can see who does get forced into certain camps like there is a tendency it's if you're not challenged by society for you to probably head more toward the right wing Mm. and if you are a little bit more challenged by society there's a tendency to head toward the left wing and it's kind of sad i think though now though man like we're seeing where the left wing way of thinking is pushing people away yeah, like I, I'm like I always would have said I'm more of a a liberal thinker, but I think that now there's like the middle ground is the only liberal. Like if you're in the middle, you're a real liberal because if you're on the left, you want to you you do want to crush free speech, and I think that they're saying, um, you know, their argument is against that. But like fuck, man, unfortunately, hate speech is valid. Like it sucks, but that's a person through whatever lived experience has forced him to say those things that's not some like it's not like a hobby for him to say that or like some untriggered thing like that's coming from somewhere and that's real and i think that that's where i was living in america when the whole trump thing was going down like through his whole run for presidency i was there ground zero and the day that he said he was running I said he will win the election. Why? Because I've seen all of America. I've been to like 30... No, not even that, dude. I've been to like 30, 35, 36 states in the US. And bro, all we see is New York and California. And you see the Real Housewives of Orange County. And you see fucking property listing New York. And you see all this like super rich, super glamorous, ultra wealthy American story. And then you drive from California to New York... And you just see fucking shit. Like, it's so poor. There's so many people that are just doing it super tough. And it's like the the Trump thing, like, he won because of all the people 
that were super neglected and where is like the highest concentration of like the left is in those you know like you said the people that aren't um taken care of by society they're the people that um were like like you said they'd lean towards the the left typically but now it's like not like that because the left is california and it's new york and it's chicago and it's all of these big cities that have a surplus it's all the people without a surplus that run to trump because they they saw a different way of thinking and it's like it's that so that's what i'm saying is like hate speech is valid in that it comes from somewhere it stems from somewhere and whether they're wrong or not it's their cumulative lived experience that is spewing out that hate speech and it's through ignorance and and the opposite of ignorance is education really so i think yeah it's just uh that's where we're getting the left kind of pushing people away in my opinion i heard a really nice quote about it last week and it was um i would like to see a world wherein left-wing ideals are you know the the main ideals that are guiding us but no left-wing people are around to experience it (laughs) and i was like oh that's kind of funny which i guess is just saying that you know sometimes yeah i guess it's that communication issue isn't it Mm. yeah you don't want to shame people into believing stuff yeah and it just it doesn't work like we just really know it through human history like we know it doesn't work yeah the crazy thing too is that we're getting to this like super dangerous place where the labeling is so fucking heavy like oh you didn't do this fucking you're hitler yeah it's like all right let's be real about what hitler was yeah Yeah. or like like the gulag like from the yeah or it's sad man it's so sad and it's weird that we feel so compelled to label people now in such a like one person like um when the whole roseanne thing was happening there were like people calling rogan racist because he was gonna have her on his podcast mm. it's like all right go back and count all of the black guests like racism is when you fucking hate a person like a group of people solely based on color if you've even engaged with black people in a friendly way how did would you qualify under that definition and then it's like okay so let's just rewrite some definitions to make it fucking be whatever we want it to be God damn and then it. you're just like what oh man it's it's sad and i don't know like because my instinct is to write off anyone who writes people off but i know that that's not right as well yeah then you just kind of yeah. feed into it but i think that's probably like the culture is like left writes off the right right like, right writes off the left and so centrist jack themselves off yeah, yeah. cycle repeating <laughs> yeah 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 so where are you at with jordan peterson because that was a oh yeah um i don't know man like he tends to jump to conclusions pretty hard hmm. i guess you know everything seems to be a threat that leads to you know marxism and Mm. you know and i think he labels more stuff as postmodernism and more stuff as cultural marxism than it actually is it is you think yeah i think however it's nice to see a lot of people who would traditionally not consume kind of you know self-betterment style content Mm. or you know books like his book it's nice to see a message get its way there of you know take care of yourself yeah so i i if i had to choose whether he was in the world or not i would, I would choose to have him mm. um do i want to listen to him as a research mm. bit but 
probably not to get my you know opinions yeah yeah what, yeah, what do you think I think that uh, I enjoy him because I think that he has a similar way of thinking that, uh, that I do in terms of I like to extrapolate I love the way he talks don't get me wrong mm. like it's yeah it's, it's a trip yeah like, I like that aesthetically mm, I, I, yeah fuck his audiobook's rough though because it's in his camera the frog voice the whole oh, time talking like this yeah you it's... do not want to go down that road <laughs> <laughs> it's very very bad <laughs> <laughs> that's so good yeah his audiobook got a bit rough so I just bought the physical one um, but yeah I think that he he likes to play things out to their end game which I think is what we all should do and I think that in the current time where he's labeling like certain things as you know that marxism and shit like that it's like while arguing against tribalism it's it just feels like a bit ironic mm. you know (laughs) yeah it is is a bit for sure um but yeah i just think that it's like it we do need to start thinking long term about issues the way that he does and while i don't think he's right on all of them i think that theory of like really extrapolating like okay so what's the worst case scenario of this is like especially with the what he got famous for which was the changing of the transgender like pronouns section, and shit like C-16 that c16 yeah, yeah bill like c16 some some bill that i don't yeah. want to read yeah um but yeah he that that is right because it's like once you create a precedent of changing legislation to um control how people can speak and then you can throw them in jail for not using the fucking words that you said i just think it it's like that's a real pandora's box because it's like when do you stop with that and it's like should you call transgender people by their preferred pronoun yes it's just a good thing to do should you have to no because then again i just think it circles back to that education if someone is not willing to call somebody their preferred pronoun that dude's probably an idiot and it's through ignorance and arrogance that he is not prepared to say that so obviously there has been some breakdown in that dude's life to where he feels that that is the appropriate response and it's like okay cool so let's just work on changing that one person not the whole system that that person then lives in but Does if you take sense? him like a hundred years ago, he's probably saying much worse words if that same guy were to were to exist. Mm. So like if we take our our fellow who's just been like, oh that him's a she or whatever, yeah, you know, and we put him back like instead of being born in nineteen eighty, he's born eighteen eighty, mm. right? The shit he'd say about black people would just be off the chart. Yeah. Now when he's born in nineteen eighty, due to like all that kind of you know things being put in place and yeah, I guess laws being made, and this is just me. I don't know if I'm playing devil's advocate. Or no, it's, it's good to think like yeah. that though. Like it is good mm. to. We, we've come that. far I think like, oh, yeah, and I sure. think that's that's something that is overlooked with all the arguing and all the you know opinions everyone's got opinions and mm. everyone loves to just and, and because opinions are so accessible and they they look the same all comments look the same they all have the same weight mm. obviously some get you know upvoted and downvoted but essentially when they come in they all look the same so everyone kind of looks like they have an equal value yes. but not all opinions are equal you know 100% yeah but one thing amongst all this arguing that I mean like we have really come so far so far yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely agree and I think that 
I don't know, like, I wonder if it is just that new cycle that's, like, created this whole thing. I think it's the internet, man. And, uh, yeah, because you can say whatever the fuck you want and you can be that dumb. Like, the perfect one is the gun debate. Like, I've lived in the US for six years. I've got friends that have kids that go to schools. Like, it's something I care about. I'm not, like, some... Aussie dude's like, whoa, whoa, we fucking fixed it. Oh my like, God. yeah, that's that's annoying. It's yeah, just like it's not overly comparable. But there are statistics within U.S. states, which I mean, like, if you were to use the states, because you know, like the the big argument against saying it worked in Australia is, I guess, domestically they have a very very different per landscape. Capita, yeah, yeah, and but I mean, there are certain states that have stricter gun gun laws mm. and more loose gun laws. The problem is just culture there. Yeah, and it's like. I, I just wish and I've said it before to people it's like just say you want to keep your fucking guns at like whatever cost don't try and give me these arguments and that whoa what even is a mass shooting um <laughs> it's pretty fucking obvious what a mass shooting is oh, and there's uh, like 20 kids dying at one school from one dude with a lot of fucking ammunition like let's just say that's a mass shooting like do we need do we need to play the game of like, oh, what even qualifies? It's like, it's fucking clear to see that you guys have this and other people don't. And that comes down to culture. And fuck, man, like it, I do agree with the people that, I didn't for a long time, but I do agree with the people that say like, it's too big of a problem to fix. And I don't think that logistically and technically it's a problem that couldn't be fixed. Because yeah, if you want to take, go to fucking space and shit, take like, that Jordan Peterson thing you said, like if you, if you play that out to exactly. the to the worst case scenario, you know it's just everybody shooting each other, right? Yeah, and it's like there's yeah, that's exactly the the thing, and it's like so we technically you could take the guns away. It might take forty years. Surely everyone's got a price, right? Like that's that's what I always think. I mean, culturally, I'm not from there, but. I just don't think with them. Well, okay, what if you gave, gave... I mean, this is ridiculous, but if you gave them a million dollars for a gun... I bet there'd be some dudes... There would be some dudes. That what wouldn't if, do it. Okay, a billion dollars. Everyone's got to have a price. Obviously, yeah, that's like yeah. totally ridiculous, but... No, it's a fucking good point. I mean, it's it's interesting to think that maybe there are things that are more important than guns. Mm. Yeah, it's so like... And it, what you said before about the story of... Um, What's the story? I just you don't really blink. Oh, the water. There's someone dying of water. We're so fucking desensitized and we're so detached from other people that, like, you you think about, say if we're in a tribe of 40, right? And we just lived, let's say we're in a house and stuff. So it's like modern times. But our community is 40 people. And the next community of 40 people is like 300 miles away. Yep. So that's what you've got, right? If we lived in that scenario and 12 kids were shot in a school in that community, that would fucking rock you to the core and then the entire community then would feel that. But I think that we don't get to a stage where like our entire community as in, in terms of the country feels anything anymore. Like I feel like we're very desensitized to those kind of events which is sad but also just i guess a reality like and i think that 
you get the stuff where it's like, oh, back in the day, things were better. <laughs> but <laughs> fuck and off. There, there, but there, pro- there probably is a lot of examples of stuff where I wish I could go back, but it's like you For can't sure. go back now. And it seems like it's not productive. Oh, to man. I, yeah, I don't hate too many things, but like generally traditionalists, like, oh, they can all go die. Yeah, I, I don't like that mentality mm. of like regressiveness or anything. Because it's like, if you, you know, the, the broader and broader and broader that you kind of look at a timeline, the more and more you see it's, it's only going one direction. Mm. And I just think it's a pointless, pointless way to think. Yeah, it's, it's just counterproductive to, because like, you have to move forward. Like you th- move forward through time and space and it's like, there's no, it just seems like waste, like yeah. wasting fucking, yeah. wasting time. But it, I guess, yeah, maybe we've just become so desensitized to to that kind of tragedy That's sad man to where we yeah, you just don't feel it but it's like yeah I don't know we're just at that place where we fucking we're just, just too many of us we can't care about everybody so yeah I don't know that's uh, definitely a weird one but I, I've kind of I don't know maybe I've just given up on hope that that, th- that situation's gonna get better a lot of people have I mean you see the argument and most people are just saddened Mm. and that's I mean that's the hottest of the hot buttons in my opinion the gun stuff yeah because mm. it's fucking kids man it is like dead children full innocence like when you're a kid and I think that's why um, that's why like the pedophilia stuff's like the worst of the worst because like for me it's like pedophilia and animal cruelty oh god because it's just like full innocence like when you get to an adult that your innocence is gone. Like you now are capable of fucking super. Yeah. I mean, some, shit. some deaths are celebrated because the person is so not innocent. Mm. You know, a lot of deaths are celebrated, you know, like, uh, I mean, whether bin Laden died or not, you know, people are freaking fucking rejoicing. Cheering. Yeah. Yeah. How is that? Yeah. And like, now you watch that. Oh, I don't know if you're into it. I'm into trashy movies, but I love Andy Samberg's movie pop star. Yeah. There's that whole yeah, yeah, song yeah. about, you know, we fucked bin Laden. I'm like, fuck. Like it's, like some death it's is weird. just so ridiculously celebrated. Yeah. Yeah. But Fuck yeah, that that is true that Yeah, people get like super into some people fucking dying like but I guess it just goes to show just how fucking bad the shit that he did mm-hmm. was. But I don't know, like even that's a weird thing cuz it's like I didn't really know Bin Laden like was it that bad? <laughs> like what did he actually do? Cuz I only saw what people told me he did. So I was like, fuck, what did that guy even actually do? fucking <laughs> <laughs> who fucking who knows oh man I don't know shit like, yeah then that comes back to it eh? it's like we've formed these opinions based on like memes yeah like I just look at memes and then I form opinions dude fucking memes are the shit like I think I'm funny at times but I don't think I'm the kind of guy that can write a meme like I look especially like your cocaine bus driver thing it's like it's such a fucking art to write basically like a comedy sketch in one photo it's it's weird man it's weird that that's like the packet of information that is most frequently consumed is like a meme you know it's it's just bizarre that that's become now the i guess vehicle in which we put ideas and other yeah. people extract them from it's like we don't listen to long things we don't i mean some people are going to listen to this yeah there'll but be a few if you're listening you are listening you know yeah 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 <laughs> but yeah memes is it it's it's funny though like with the the podcast thing is i think that you do get so inundated with like one headline 
one meme and it, there is these like super small packets but I think there's that real primal part of us that does crave like to me this is a campfire ah yeah so yeah. I think that if you because I've put a lot of thought into it of what this whole thing is and why it works and I think that if you just keep going backwards through time there's something really deep we're deeply connected to the whole campfire thing and the tribal um, when there was a time where the only entertainment that you would have had is through storytelling around a campfire or through like dance and um, music which is you know stuff that you could create with just sticks and rocks and shit like that and that's why I think they're still so prevalent in culture and I just don't I can't see us ever losing people want to listen to people talk in a very very simple form it is really nice like particularly when you know i mean i've been living in tamworth for a little while and like i don't have too many mates in tamworth so it's sometimes just nice to you know stick on headphones and you got you know just people mm. almost like a dog when you go out out of the house and you leave the radio on you yeah, know dog, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of me i'm the dog i'm like just this lonely dude listening to podcasts you know so what um where, so did you grow up in Tamworth? Nah, nah, my my um, partner did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so she's from there and I grew up in Sydney mostly. I moved around a lot, but yeah. 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 And then how long were you in Tamworth for? Oh, not very long. It was just six months. It was uh, kind of, there was a big family issue and so we moved back home and yeah, yeah kind of looked after our dad for a while. And before that we were in Stockton, which... You know, just north Newy. of Newy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Newy, yeah. Oh, I didn't know you actually lived there for a bit. Yeah, yeah it's, right. uh, it's a nice place. Yeah. Newy is sick. Like, yeah, man. We got, um, Very underrated. I, I think so. Like, um, well, I mean, I've got a ton of friends there. My brother lived there for... How long did Maddie live there for? Like, two, three years? Yeah, so he was there for a while. And I'd always gone there, like, early in my film career. Like, there was a bunch of um, brands and stuff that I used to do stuff for in Newcastle. Um so then I kind of had mates there and then my brother moved there and you sort of it's a, it's a place with a lot of cool people that are into a lot of stuff that I'm into it feels like it's real outdoorsy because it's still yeah. easy to do outdoorsy shit totally surfing and all that sort of stuff did yeah you, did you get into surfing at all not really like uh, thanks, oh, thanks dude there was um, <laughs> actually I don't surf very much but the last time I surfed was very dramatic Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I went out with um, like my girlfriend's brother, and he's like, "Oh man, going for a surf? Want to go?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure." It was like sundown or whatever, and um, I start surfing, and then we're like, "All right, we'll just like, Cheers, dude. you know, catch our last wave." Yeah. And that last wave didn't sit well with me, and you know, one thing led to another, and next minute the surfboard was lodged into the sandbank, and I was like skewered on one of the fins with my leg. Mm. Oh man, it was so so weird. And it was about dusk and all of a sudden it was just dark outside yeah. and I looked down and my legs open and I can see my bone. And so I ended up scrambling onto the shore and yelling, call an ambulance. But of course it's night. So nobody's at the beach. No shit. Yeah. It was, it was pretty, pretty spooky. And, um, yeah, later, like in hospital, I got all like stitched up and everything, but they told me that I was a centimeter away from my femoral artery. Ooh. And so I was like, well, what was that man? He's like, 10 pumps, you're gone. Dead. Yeah, yeah, basically. And so I was like, oh shit. So yeah, I haven't surfed since then. Yeah, right. That's yeah. probably enough to keep you off. Yeah. New is gnarly for sharks, man. Yeah, well, Stockton um, too. Stockton's insane. Mm, yeah, that's a. My brother got chased out 
there by a great white once like just the full big fin just coming straight at him fuck that yeah fuck that so much oh dude so much and yeah we um yeah he he got full chased out and it didn't really rattle him like he got straight back in the in the surf like a couple days later but the dude that he worked for was like rattled for like months man because he just like watched the whole thing like just big fin pop up and then just starts going straight for Maddie. And then luckily, like, there was a wave there and Maddie just caught the wave and just got, like, straight in. Fuck, that's but it's quick. Like, that's some quick thinking, man. Yeah, but it's, like, full death. Like, oh, so dude. bad. Yeah. But the last time I surfed in Newey, I actually cut myself with a fin as well. No way. And we were at Redhead Beach, which is, Beautiful like, beach. super sharky, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, that's still got, like, an active uh, shark tower and stuff. And, um, yeah, I, like, cut the back of my leg, but I couldn't see the cut. Oh. Like, it was pretty much my ass cheek, like, right where my... My, the back of my leg meet, met my ass and just sliced it open so I just sat on my board for like an hour until I started getting like dizzy and I was like man I fucking feel super weird I must be hungry yeah, yeah and then I was like I'm just gonna go inside but I thought I had like a corked leg and then as soon as I got up onto the beach I um I looked back and fucking put my finger in my my fucking ass cheek basically fuck that man and I was like oh shit that's why I'm dizzy and it's like super sharky beach and I'm just fucking bleeding for an hour in the water Jesus mm, so but got back on the horse so you might have to Make it's harder to surf in Sydney though oh yeah like it's a fucking it's got good waves but it's a shit place if you actually live in the city to absolutely surf. you're either on phone boards in Bondi or with northern beaches people in the northern beaches you know? mm, <laughs> is there a video in that probably northern yeah <laughs> oh god damn fuck the beaches but, and um, I mean that if you're from the northern beaches listening to this fuck you yeah you're a cunt all yeah. of you we're gonna generalise yep you're all fucked that's how it works <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny when you like so when you do talk about those beaches and stuff uh, I always like I'm guilty of saying you can't I think we jumped around for that Lisa Wilkinson thing mm. basically like there's a problem when you label all men or all women or all black people or all Mexicans but it's like you get the um, to finish the point you get like the I'd say that that whole feminism is a very left wing kind of thing so you've got a left wing representative feminist kind of thing saying that all men are part of the problem blah 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 and then it's like that same left wing um, group of people is the one that's like Donald Trump is a piece of shit because all Mexicans aren't rapists and murderers. And it's like, well, fuck, which one are you? Go- when are you guys going to start actually sticking to the script here? Because you've just told us that we can't say all these people, and now where all these people it's like the, where the fucking where's the line here? It's getting weird. It's weird. I'd like to think that we live in a world where the you know that the people who do generalize tend to i guess you know we give them a lot of attention online because you know it's, it's they're the ones you want to deal with yeah like, the, yeah exactly yeah. you know like your my milo yiannopoulos and then like you know like other people who are insanely left-wing or something you know and they get a lot of attention and i think because their volume is so much louder a lot of people think that there must be more strangers mm, like that yeah but I think more people probably sit along the spectrum than we realize mm. and they're just not the ones making the noise yeah because it's like what do you say I think ah, I think there are good arguments on either side you know yeah <laughs> then then zero comments later I think that you you need like Milo is a good example mm. for on a couple of fronts because he was just a troll yeah Essentially, Yeah. And, like, he said some smart shit, and then he said... And then he uh, backs it up by saying 
awful things. Yeah, but I think it the ideas that he says that do make sense would get lost without the retarded shit. Yeah, what I like about him is he his whole existence is to make people get offended, right? And so in it, I think there is a point of, you know, if you get offended, you're weak. Yeah. And I, I, I would agree with that. Mm. I think, you know, getting offended, that's on you. You can control that. And that's what I like about someone who exists like, you know, just general provocateurs. Like, I don't mm. know if you follow Lush on Instagram. Lush sucks. No. Oh man. He's just, he paints big memes on walls and he does a lot of like tribute things and will like kind of fuck them up. And I guess almost like disrespect to people who've you know died that week and mm. just kind of interesting stuff for he'll paint like provocateur like that abs- absolutely yeah, yeah. but like i guess like an art version of and i just i like that he exists i like that his comment sections are just full of hate mm. i don't know it's 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 nice it's nice to well it's like that's the thing be impervious i guess yeah yeah and i guess the the milo thing's a good example and it's crazy how quick his shit got shut down like once he was off twitter like fuck how powerful is it what, what was his tour called muslim hating faggot was that it i don't know I, that's, I, was it john that's yeah. amazing what a fucking legend i know but like it's um yeah it's like it's almost like the common sense stuff that he is saying has to be wrapped in this faggot hating fucking or muslim hating faggot thing that is like so shocking because it's like that's what it takes to get people to listen to just plain common sense so it's like i have to wrap it in this fucking retarded care package that is milo yiannopoulos and just to get people to listen but i think that i wonder like is our perspective on all of it skewed because like who are the people in the comments like, are they just fucking dipshits? That's weird, man. Like, our, our perception's skewered just... Just to, based on the information we get given, which but is also, like... But also, because, like, you know, I'm going to sound like a fucking lefty because we're straight white dudes, mm. you know, so our, our perception's just always going to be skewed no matter how powerful we think we are at empathy. Mm. Which is... <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a difficult thing to wrestle with. It It is, and... That's yeah. That's definitely like a, a tough point when when people do like I guess that whole white privilege thing and stuff like that. It's like I get the concept of it, but I also it shouldn't write you off. Yeah, like and again, it's that whole yeah, it's that whole like you're forcing someone to be defensive, and I just never think that's a good idea. It's like just a terrible you, tactic. Yeah, yeah, when you back a dog into a corner. What's its only way to go? But I don't want to make them get defensive when I tell them that. What's that? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know, well, well, I'm, I'm not that. Well, you are, you know. It's like, yeah, yeah, and that, that's the thing. Like, I just think it creates such like a weird argument because it's like you, you do back people into a corner, and then you don't. It's either like, what are my two options? The two options are ultimate submissive roll over yep um, get a belly rub yeah, yeah and just like be a fucking bitch about it absolutely which is a terrible terrible thing to do well or you lash out so it's like both of those options suck for the the like i guess you can ignore them yeah it's getting harder yeah i know i know man i know i i try to like ignore ignore it but like but i mean i'm just generally like i am a dude that i do just want shit to get better and even like talking about this kind of stuff on the podcast it's like 
I hope people, even if they don't agree or do agree, it's like, just think about it. Oh, man, think about it. Have some self-awareness. Like, the, I think that so, so many people just, like, fucking float without really caring and really... it. it I guess it it does get frustrating to, like, even have these conversations sometimes for people, especially if it's not you know, coming up against a person without, like, a very open mind and, I guess, can't, like have their or be on the losing team if that makes sense yeah but it's like fuck I, we i think we do need to like get more people talking about it because again like this is where the trump thing happens trump happens when you, enough people are marginalized to lash out yep and you know but also shamed into not being public about their opinion mm. which is the worst thing the left has ever done and i hate it you know when they they i guess make you say like yeah oh, there is only one way to be and that is yep. you know like this this and this and this and like some issues uh i i would agree that there's probably only one way to be you know like when when we saw for example the plebiscite like that was a black and white issue that everyone had an opinion on everyone could get behind it's not you know it, it's it's life-changing for some people but it's not you know going to shake the globe mm but on that one, obviously, the no voters were deeply, deeply, deeply shamed and labelled into, you know, who they were. And that's kind of a light version of it. Mm. But then you look at Trump, right? You know, and you've got, who was it the other day? It was like Robert De Niro or somebody? Or, yeah, I yeah, think it was and Robert he goes, De Niro. Fuck Trump. And I'm like, bro, like, like have, you, have you thought this through? Yeah, what's the end game? To yeah, fuck Trump? What, what is the end game? And then you've got all these like circle jerking celebrities just standing up and clapping, being like, "I can't believe you said it." It's like, dude, like, what's that whole like virtue signaling thing? It's a hundred percent virtue signaling, yeah. and it's so fucking dumb, man. It's just so dumb. Well, it's I guess it's just like those, especially in that world. It's like you really people are so quick to make a martyr of you, like fucking Kathy Newman or what no what's her name is it Kathy Newman Kathy Griffin yeah what'd she do dude she like cut fucking Trump's head off and did you not see that like a doll thing like that that chick it's like fuck man now she's she's done yeah and it's like okay so this is that's another good one of like where we're at with free speech and shit like that like she got fucking crucified for that and it's like I respect the shit out of her right to do that and I also respect the shit out of the consequences that came with it. I would agree. And it's like, and I think that's where the, that whole free speech thing is. And it's like through, I'm just be like, hey lady, I would like to educate you about what this choice will mean for you. When you cut the head off somebody, especially a dude that's the president of the United States and have like fucking blood all over you. And like, it's that was just a gross image. And again, it's like that whole... Like, we fucking... You want to see a dude like Bin Laden die because he actually did those things. And now it's like you're fake doing that thing to the president and expecting that that's going to be okay. And it's like, there just is consequences. Like, I fully respect that you have the right to do that. But you also have the right to get fucked over when that... The appropriate response sort of happens. But it's like... Yeah, it's like those... Those people are living, especially like the Robert De Niro's. Like, I think that that's like privilege. Absolutely. You're, and he's earned that, and there's nothing against that. But to then come out and act like you speak for everybody by saying like "fuck Trump," it's like, 
Are you? How close are you even to like any of these issues that you're saying fuck Trump over? Like, like if anything, like those tax cuts are gonna help you massively. Yeah, like you just got a shit ton of cash, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know. But it's like what he wants out of it is to be praised for the virtues that he holds. Literally, man. And it's so sad when you see shit like that or anything and you know that there'll be an issue and some people just turn it into you know a thing about themselves and everyone's like wow robert de niro is so amazing oh god so brave so brave and He's it's so like, brave oh man it's like dude you just i don't know you just really simplified a lot of things you pissed a lot of people off you didn't help anyone anything no you just contributed to the circle jerk yeah it's weird too to like want somebody to lose so bad that has so much control over how good or bad your life is inside your country mm, like mm. Did, wouldn't you just go like all right well we're here now let's fucking make it work yeah it just seems like it's a weird place to be to where for four years you would actively try and sabotage the leader of your fucking country like for whatever that brings just for what like for ideals i or suppose we like, sort of did a little bit of it with tony abbott mm. you know he kind of got dealt with in a similar light a lot of people you know were like well he's not my prime minister it's so weird it's like, yeah no he is no he is i mean he's he's a fucking tosser like yeah big yeah time. yeah absolute cunt but then with trump it's uh, i don't know i feel like americans everything's just different yeah yeah i, but, I read a good reddit thread the other day that was like since trump has been elected what in your life has actually been personally affected negatively um, you know, like, so, so, you know, yeah. a, lo- a lot of the arguments will be like, oh, you can say this and that about the president, but your day to day isn't changing. No, it hasn't at all. Yeah. But there were all these stories and there were a lot of like black people in that thread being like, I've just noticed people being openly more racist. I definitely, I, I can definitely get down with people saying that. Like yeah. I, I fully agree that he hasn't helped on that front, which is definitely like a sad thing and it feels like a backward step in a time that like you said we like have come a really long way but like i think again that's just like down to individual ignorance like i've trump has not made me want to hate black people more like you know what i mean like i've listened to the same stuff that those people have listened to yeah but he hasn't made me want to like what's the difference there like what's the disconnect if a guy has if i've listened to the same thing but it hasn't made me more racist i don't like what what is the difference between me and the dude that is now more openly racist because of trump i don't know it's weird eh? like uh just to know that certain qualities are just going to get exaggerated Mm. you know and it's not gonna exactly be changed you're just gonna be exposed or or something throughout that and i think what would be like his the reason for the racism stuff i guess like the mexican thing definitely that was pretty full-on but ah, fuck the problem is man there is a lot of gnarly shit that goes down with like mexicans in the u.s so it's like but there's gnarly shit going down with, with every race. Like yeah. the white, like we were just talking about, you know, so many of those killers are white. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Like all the school shooters are yeah. for sure. Like it's all yeah. white kids. But yeah, it's like, it's just funny that, cause it's like, fuck, he's not wrong all the way. And it's like, even to say that is like, <laughs> you're racist. And I'm like, well, he, there is people that do do that. 
but it's like again it's that whole like blanket thing it the is problem the blanket, is the blanket it? you know that he threw like the blanket over everyone but I think like the whole Charlottesville thing was like a really bad one but then he comes out and he says there's blame on both sides and it's like fuck he's not wrong about he's, that he's not either wrong. no every, everyone's and can be blamed yeah. yeah and then they like it takes two people to have a like two groups of people to have a violent protest and it's like what the the platform shouldn't like again it's like should it be education it's like you get those people at Charlottesville and they're like fucking Nazis and you're just like alright guys here's the thing we decided in 1940 that being a Nazi was not the move we won that war the world won that war against Nazis this is where we are now you guys are clinging to something that is wrong and mm. here is why can yeah. we help you and man there's like some really powerful videos of the like um fuck this one dude one black dude at an antifa rally and there was, it was like fucking hardcore like neo-nazi kind of dudes at this um rally and this black dude just runs up and like they let him on stage and he like spoke to the whole thing yeah it was fucking really cool man that is interesting. yeah and he's like he's on the stage and he's like i just want everyone to get along blah 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 like i'm not a bad person i'm sure you guys aren't bad people and and then like they i can't remember who did the video um but yeah people then were like talking to him and it just created like this dialogue but it's like you you sort of can like you can't excuse the behavior of those people that are protesting but it's like i guess i'm a maybe a balanced enough person not to get just offended when someone says like oh white privilege like i can fucking pretty well shrug it off yeah and go like yeah look i'm not gonna let it you're not wrong i'm not I'm gonna not go wrong. i'm not gonna go to a rally yeah. about this oh but, but there is people that have nothing going on in their lives to where it's a pretty attractive thing to find other like-minded people that would want to go to a rally and that would feel backed into a corner by a lot of this stuff and I, and it's like you wonder if like what's again like running that whole extrapolation kind of thing like what's the end game it's like all right let's say white privilege do you just want to make me feel as bad as we would have made not we my uh white people back then made you feel because you're telling me how fucked up that was but also you weren't there but you are you living in, yeah. the, in the and wake I, of it yeah, yeah. and I, I definitely believe the ripple effect that it still has on people but i think that even then it's subjective because i know i've got black friends that don't give a fuck that come from the exact like it, it is the same yeah. way or you could listen to candace or, owens or something yeah, like that you exactly know? so it's like it's sort of it is subjective but it's like you're telling me that you've been marginalized and you went through this stuff and you did absolutely but now you're trying to make me feel that same way so should i be kind of protesting against that way of thinking because a i wasn't responsible for it directly to where your vengeance is kind of mm. falling on someone that like is innocent in that like I, none of we didn't get we didn't choose to be born the way we were and i like fucking sports to the point where i probably would have liked to be born black well that's <laughs> the other thing I mean? it's like there are consolation prizes it's not Fuck yeah yeah i mean yeah i guess 
I mean, the moral higher ground is a huge consolation prize. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for them, for sure. Yeah. Um, and also other things, I mean. Look at sports. Like, there's no... That That's where I do love some of the Jordan Peterson stuff, to where he's... Um, it's... There's no victimhood in, like, his way of thinking, and it's, like, fully down to the individual. Yeah. And when you look at, like like uh, in terms of discrimination like there's no one saying that the NBA should be made up of two black dudes two white dudes two Asian dudes there's no like we just appreciate the fuck out of the freak athleticism that comes out of these giant African American men that can just do the most fucking insane shit with a ball I know it's so cool like yeah Yeah. it's like we just have an appreciation for that no one is saying that Usain Bolt should get uh, not as like they should handicap Usain Bolt in the 100 meter race they're just going fucking have at it freaks because they are they're just they're genetic freaks like when you reach that top level so I mean it's like fuck there's no diversity in that so it's like it's pure meritocracy isn't it yeah if you're good you're good get it exactly and I think that you know that's the way society just has to move forwards in general it's like the women pay gap and all this kind of no but I mean that that's even Obama said that that was a myth it, I mean, it's 100%. Like, there's so many facts that, that go around that. But, like... It's just, like, any statistic, you can just bend it. Yeah, that... Like, I guess that's probably one of the big problems is just the way that data gets cherry-picked these days. Like, the whole... That What the Health documentary, have you watched that? Uh, probably. It's and the Netflix one, like, the vegan. Oh, it was just a full propaganda film. Is that the one where they're, like, eggs is smoking? I don't know. I actually, oh, where they're, where they're, like, eating an egg is the same as having five cigarettes, like, in terms of carcinogens? That's retarded. Yeah, because there was one like that, and I mean, that was that was the joke. I guess I was trying to make in that vegan for the pingers thing. Mm. I was like, yeah, I I donate meat personally, (laughs) but like, it's more saying, you know, you can just bend statistics to say whatever the fuck you want, and that's funny. Like, there's humor in that, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, there for sure is. What um, what's like the end game for you? Like, what are you? You're putting out awesome stuff, and you're killing it. So it to where I'm not saying you're like on the up like where do you want to be in five years kind of thing but like what what do you see the whole Struthless brand kind of moving towards god damn I wish I was more of a planner so I could answer that well but it's Uh, probably the move not to be a planner to be honest but I reckon column A column B so like the planning part of me goes I'd love to make an animated series yeah I think that'd be really really cool and do things like that and then the non-planning part of me goes, I, you know, whatever comes. But I think an animated series would just be, be so huge. Mm. That's that's definitely. And you'd want to do like the art and everything for that. I, I think I'd hire animators, but like I'd, yeah. I'd have them kind of looking. Like I'd do all the character design and that sort mm. of thing. Yeah. Have you got like stories and stuff in yeah, your head to, to yeah. do it? Yeah, me and I'm that bloke who does stand up. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've kind of got like a, I guess like six episodes written of this you know particular story and so yeah, now right. we're just gonna try create it fuck yeah yeah man I think it'd be cool and um, I guess like you're gonna keep pushing the, your content and For sure. stuff like as kind of far yeah. as it can go pretty much because I mean I don't really know where it all goes to so catch her actually do you mind if I go to the bathroom no no go yeah, for it yeah alright where were we I don't know um, I think you had we're talking about you making more shit mm. yeah damn good question Um, so like I don't know. I, I definitely want to see where all the video stuff gets to because, like I said, that's that's really quite recent. 
mm. in terms of everything. And I mean, I, I don't know where it goes. Yeah, I guess, and I don't know what the ceiling is or or how big anything could get. Because a lot of them start are getting in that like seven digits mm. views and stuff. I'm like, all right, well, that's it's pretty fucking crazy, man. Like, it is good to. I mean, I know from even like basing it off the views that that we get. Like, you're definitely entering into a a very um, legitimate territory in terms of an audience. Like, and have you found that you're getting like a core following of people? Definitely, yeah. And it's not just like they're kind of not viral, outragey, fucking comment <laughs> kind of deal. Nah, I mean all, all those outrage ones. That's that's like less than one percent of yeah, the comments okay. I get you know yeah, there's like mostly love it's just you know obviously you like if there's a black dot on a white bit of paper you're staring at the black dot you know yeah true yeah um but yeah I definitely have a core following on Instagram I say it a lot more you know because I guess on Instagram you tend to stalk and you know mm. you kind of remember usernames a bit better than people's names yep yep um on Facebook I'm not too sure like I've technically got a larger audience there but it's um doesn't seem as engaged maybe. yeah it's not really like a relationship I mean it's you know you get a lot of people who are like I love this guy ha, ha, ha. Yeah. you know stuff like that it's like okay so you know my face or like you know you see a lot of people who are like oh you should check out these ones of his and like that's, that's so nice to read mm. like I love that shit but I, I I don't know like what the the relationship is or yeah anything like it's all pretty new yeah yeah and I guess like it's it's definitely one of those things that um yeah it's like when you don't go into it for that, then it becomes like a weird thing that you get to navigate. But I feel like when you go into this world to get that attention, then you just sort of instantly revel in it as much as you can, right? Totally. Like, I feel like, once again, I guess, to the merit of not planning, you know, like I was saying, that cocaine video, it was just because it was too hard to draw. Mm. And so then after that, I think that got like, I don't know, one and a half, maybe two million views in the end or something. And then Facebook removed it because go Facebook. <laughs> I know, such fucking cunts. But, um, and then like a few days later, I was like, oh, that went pretty well. I might make another one. So like a few days later, I made another one. And then that one got like three million views. And I was like, oh, what the fuck, man? That's like, fucking gnarly, Yeah, man. dude. I was like, like, it's just blowing my mind at the time. And I remember like that week I was like, what the fuck and then mm. like you know like your phone's blowing up you're getting all these like new emails from people and you know just weird shit like people just being like hey man will you promote my product for you know two thousand five hundred dollars do you you don't do a lot of that stuff though do you? i don't do any of it man like it's fucking pretty cool thanks dude yeah i get a lot of offers i guess for that sort of thing like particularly on instagram and what have you but it just doesn't seem like something i really want to cash out in mm. you know it's not not something that i'm eager to monetize or yeah you know do and so are you work like are you still working f like full time or are you are you sort of i do like make money illustrating like yeah, i do okay. make money off it you know yep. um and so i guess i don't really call that selling out as much as freelancing yeah yeah, that's yeah. Just, you're just an artist for yeah. Buyer, i guess yeah which is cool and like for my instagram tends to serve as my resume mm. yeah and i guess some sort of social proof if people follow me yeah, yeah yeah but so i do a lot of that and then my other job is pretty much just to edit videos yeah okay as a freelancer yeah yep which is fun like i like it and it's crazy it gives me so much time yeah well i guess that's the thing is like you've kind of just got to you know be able to put in time to like the i mean especially like your pingers video like there was fucking some really good 
research even though it was like cherry picked like silly oh thanks man stuff like you could tell that there's a lot of effort that goes into that and i think the same way that you said about this podcast with like the video side of it and stuff i loved it yeah like people appreciate the effort i think that you put in and because there's so much content like we're saying with how like democratized it is that it's it's good because anyone can do it but it's bad because anyone can do it and there's like the hit the shit ratio is just so fucking skewed towards shit mm. that I think it just comes across when you can see the effort that people put into it. And that's quality. I would I would definitely agree with that. The other thing that I like is that controlling it, it's it's a meritocracy like truly now because it's the market decides right. Mm. It's like it's not you know you can get reposted sure by some big page or you can get some you know mega good distribution channel but that's rare and if it's not good it won't go well there either but now something catches fire it just catches fire and people like it or they don't and that's brilliant Mm. because it really takes out the middleman between you know the creator and the audience now it's not creator distributor audience like that guy's just pointless yeah and and like i said i mean if you're a guy that's like shy and not because i think a lot of um I think like a lot of success and I think even success that I've had in, in business is basically down to like charisma and flamboyance and like people believing in you more than what you can do almost. And I think that it that is like obviously good for the people that have that, but there's a lot of people out there that are fucking incredible that don't have that same kind of like confidence in themselves and and it's sort of i guess before in that world you wouldn't really get to hear that person's voice and that person's voice is just as valid if not more valid so i think that's probably one of the other cool things is that you can hear from these people that in the traditional land like when they say like oh school's not for everyone well it's like that traditional audition route networking meeting people becoming a social butterfly part of the industry there's people where that's not for everyone either and you know like to just be able to make something in the comfort of your own home and your environment and be able to put your best self forward and then you can release it and it's only catches fire based on its merit within the ecosystem that you've kind of launched it absolutely that's a pretty beautiful thing it's so pure yeah and I love it. Like I'm, I'm so happy that I live in the time when that is, mm. you know, the norm. Sometimes, which I was like maybe like five years younger. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you no. know, like just so I could have like started earlier. Yeah, but like fuck it, I'm my age, you know. It is. Like, how old are you? Twenty-seven. Yeah. See, I'm twenty-nine, about to be thirty. And I think that same thing too. I was like, fuck, if only I started the podcast a few years earlier, where would I be right now? Oh, but that's everybody. But again, it's that it's yeah. that same thing. Like the past is the past. I but know. And growth is not as linear as ages. Mm. you know or in any way related so it's like i mean you could and it's, anyone could explode yeah and it's all that learned experience that gives you the spark to have the idea that like life is like that momentum thing so it's like and you just never know what timing like timing's fucking everything i know man you know like this podcast it was just good timing where i was in my life where i was with moving back from america like it all worked and then i'm like oh man i wish i did this sooner but it's like it just wouldn't work sooner and it's if you can't have the time to like i pretty much like said fuck everything else like i'll kind of do what you do where 
I'll make videos and stuff to pay the bills when this doesn't. So it's like, I've kind of got that, but it's like you take that hit to, um, to just pursue this thing because it does take so much time. Like, you'd know exactly the same, it'd be the exact same thing. And then it's like the, just the work and like posting stuff and keeping on top of people that are messaging you because it's like so hard, man. mm. Like, like I love them. I love getting messages, but like, it's, can be hard to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess like you, you probably, you'll probably, well, I mean, you'd get more than what I would, I think just based on like following, but man, like you get like really genuine people wanting to talk to you and you, you genuinely want to talk to them too. Definitely. Definitely. Like I love it. Like particularly when I was in Tamworth, I'm like, well, I didn't really have many friends there. Uh, So I was like, this is fucking sick. Like just chatting to people. Yeah. But like, like it can just be just the time. Yeah, exactly. It's just time. And it, it does get, like, I've had a couple people, I, I still pretty much try and answer every DM that I get through this. And, like, man, we just, sometimes we talk about heavy stuff and then people come at me with heavy stuff. And I mean, you got, like, a, you got a heavy platform, of course, of course it's going to happen, you know? Yeah, and it's just like, fuck, it's, it's definitely, like, hard to then not take it with you as well, like, everywhere you go. Totally. It's like, I, and I can see it getting to a point where you you couldn't be selective about the ones that you answer and then like reject some and and answer others so it's like i wonder if it's probably gets to the point where you just have to like clip it all together i don't know i'm definitely in that middle stage like Like i could see yeah yeah. like i can't read them all like there's literally too many well i mean i I could like if i was but you'd just be sitting there yeah I'd, i'd be doing nothing else and yeah uh, and so you know you feel bad because you're like fuck someone's taking the time to write to me and i like i want to get back and yeah. you know it just becomes like something that you, know, you also don't want it to feel like a chore yeah you know and i and i feel like awfully conceited saying this no it's weird yeah. man it's a it's a super weird boat to be in like i i've that's like one of my only real fears with the podcast is like i guess people's perception of how good I think I am. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I fucking genuinely don't want people to think that the reason I'm doing this is for, um, those conceited narcissistic reasons because I see so many people doing it and I'm like, fuck, like it just feels like, feels like such a slippery slope even to how much do I talk? How much do I tell my, you can analyze yourself out of something beautiful though. Like, Mm. yeah. And that's, that's the, I guess the risk on the other side. Yeah. So you, yeah, you feel you don't want to sound conceited by saying that, but I guess there is the reality of it, right? Yeah. It's only so many hours in a day and I want to make a lot of shit. Right. And like in general, I, I'm not huge on talking to people at all. Like, you know, I, I shouldn't, but I don't answer really many messages from like my friends or anybody, mm. you, you know, like I, I don't know why it's just like this habit that I have. And I wish I didn't have it. Like, I'm really trying to work on it. But, you know, like, like I get a message and I just do nothing and I just keep doing whatever the thing I was doing before. Mm. And and it might be something really nice or it might be, like, something even urgent. And I don't know, it just... It like One goes, track mind almost. Literally, man. And it's it's an awful thing. But it's also, like, a, a weird expectation that, you know, phones have put on us to kind of be these constantly hooked-in social creatures. And, and it's just just hard to like manage both those worlds and mm. you know as technology tries to like steal more and more of your time and you just want to make stuff you know yeah I, man i i struggle with that stuff sometimes where even in like relationships where you feel like there is a pressure to be like 
first thing you wake up you send that message and then it's like you've constantly because you have the ability to be connected when you're away that you should be connected and that if you're not then there's something wrong like it that's fuck that that stuff does get hard because it's like you know that because this thing is here then you've got that access to people and and there it's like there's a responsibility to stay connected but it's like fuck like should we is that too much to ask from someone to like constantly make them feel like they should be i think it keeping is up definitely because i've started to feel that lately and yeah maybe it is because of the messages and stuff that you do get but like but i also really like getting those messages oh, i wouldn't i wouldn't turn off the tap at all you know like mm. yeah i mean it's, it's hard like and like friends it's way easier to explain it to so be like oh sorry i just you know my phone was in a drawer like yeah <laughs> you know i'm like it just buzzes and is annoying and then other times you know like you'll get to the end of a long day and you're just staring at your phone on the on the couch you know yeah i don't know it's just a weird relationship and it's only going to get worse and worse and worse and stronger and stronger and then maybe there'll be somebody who invents a good cure for you know this distraction or this screen addiction or any of these things that seem to be you know taking us away from focus yeah and the, it's like i mean fuck dude i'm guilty of it like when i posted um when I post stuff like I, I see who follows it and who looks at it and who likes it and I mean it's a it's a weird thing because like I I, I would say I've got a pretty good perspective on it overall like and I think that what we were saying at the start about how people when they're they're solely the reason they came up is through like Instagram or whatever yeah then you're so attached to it completely so it's like I don't know if they've got a perspective of what's really going on. And I think I have a perspective of what's really going on. And it's like, is that enough just to be aware of it? Even though I'm participating in the stuff that I'm sort of saying. Do you think you have control over it? Yeah. But it's like, you've got to post the stuff about the podcast you've got to like it's in i mean i guess i couldn't like i guess i could just not post shit but then it's like that would be affecting like i want people to listen to this stuff like because i do know that people do get stuff out of it whether it's just pure enjoyment and a laugh or whether it is like making them think about some of the stuff that we've spoken about so it's like you want people to do it like to listen but then yeah so it's like I don't know. It is a, it is a weird one, but it's like is knowing that it is weird is that the win? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's weird cuz I guess there you, you know like the term parasocial relationship. Mm-mm. So parasocial is when you have like a relationship to somebody that you haven't met mm. and they haven't met you. So it's like a one-way relationship. So it's like I have a parasocial relationship to Kanye, yeah. right? You know, he exists in my head as this character this person i know a lot of things about him he has no idea who the fuck i am yeah you know yes, <laughs> so yes, okay. yes. but then interestingly because I was, I was i was thinking about that a lot and then i'm like well technically those creators have a parasocial relationship with their audience yeah as a body as, as a one body thing. Yes, as a yes. thing and it's like they have this you know collective hive mind of people who enjoy you know their work whatever it happens mm. to be and i'm like that's that's so strange it's just I don't, I don't know i wish i had like better conclusions on it other than it's weird <laughs> dude yeah that's that's what i'm saying so is it is it like 
is the fact that we have an understanding of what's going on enough for us to stay out of the pitfalls of it because it's like I guess the people that go blindly into it without really knowing because it's like it's fucking weird like right now we're talking into microphones that go into that computer and then at some point I'm going to upload this to the internet for free for anybody to listen to like it's a weird it's it's a weird thing but it's a, a fucking rad thing but it is I guess like when you really look at it it's it's fucking kooky to to do it so it's like, but then are there people that do this kind of stuff and never even think about it, never bat an eyelid? They just do it and they get consumed by what comes out of it and they're not like, they can't be removed. So it's like, what's the thing is just knowing that this is weird enough. It's weird. I reckon, so those people who are unaware, I reckon we would be that to someone who's hyper aware. Mm. There'd be somebody out there who's just like on some extreme bizarre yeah. level who'd just be, you know, looking at us as these people who are just caught up within everything and, mm. and it's almost like we have like a caveman understanding of it and then they really understand it I'm, I'm sure that's got to be the case like I I like to think I'm aware but I, I know just statistically mm. I'm probably not yeah <laughs> like, yeah that's true I just yeah I don't know it, it's very unlikely that mm. I would understand it like particularly if I you know maybe maybe when you're at Kanye level you get it <laughs> yeah but see I think he's one of the dudes that doesn't get it like, I don't think he can look at himself in, like, third person. Really? Do you think that he does? I don't know, man. He's pretty damn good at manipulating attention. I wonder... Yeah, like, is he so good at it that he's got me thinking that he's out of control? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you don't get to icon status without knowing that you're get, getting to icon status. Mm. I think... Yeah, there's no innocence at that point. Zero, 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 zero. It's a hundred percent an adulterated process, I reckon. Mm. And I think it'd be so carefully mapped to make it seem like he is both a genius and not a genius. Mm. You know, like someone who's just so wrapped up in his own, you know, creative work that he's not, you know, navigating strategically. But like realistically, he probably is. Mm. You know, all that MAGA shit, like that's <laughs> probably just thought out. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but you know, like but the fact that we're questioning it the fact that we're questioning the fact that Kim Kardashian you know you don't you don't get to that level without mm. some sort of strategy mm. and I don't know it's just yeah yeah it's yeah, fuck they've, yeah they've definitely figured it out whatever yeah. it is and I mean I think Trump's probably on that Kanye level man like he's the fucking master but then there's some stuff where it's like it's so bad that it's like that has to be ignorance but it's like is it because it's like when you think about the presidency like you have to win a race yeah it's called a presidential race so it's like is it the tortoise or the hare like there's a good freakonomics bit about it where it just says pretty much every single election the person with more money going into the you know their campaign will win Mm. like almost with zero outliers so it's well I don't I don't even know that Trump like I guess he's flying to these events on his own planes and shit like that so I mean there is money but I think he was just so fucking good at those blanket statements that cause so much fuckery 
and there was enough truth in them. Because there's you got the Trump supporters, then you got the people who just kind of want to hate see. Hillary. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously. You and got then anarchists. Yeah. yeah, but then you got the people who are just like, no, fuck it, like let's let's roll the dice. Yeah, and those those are the people that sort of don't have a horse in the race, you know, in terms of anything, and they're just like, no, fuck it, I want to see some chaos. Like, yep. I I don't mind. I think this world is insane. I kind of want to see how far we'll go down the rabbit hole. And they're like, fuck it, Trump. Yeah. And I think, man, you saw that. I think like the part of that being in Trump's overall plan was when he said in Chicago, what have you got to lose to the black community? And I was just like, you motherfucker, like that's, this is your whole plan is like, what have you got to lose? Cause it sucks right now. And it's like that statement to me was just like such a telling thing of such an insult to conservatives like true conservatives who don't mm. want change and him like posing as you know someone drain the swamp like, yeah and he's like no fuck it let's let's like fuck shit up but he come from like his whole campaign was like twitter 140 characters every fucking thing he said was within the twitter twitter box 140 characters drain the swamp what have you got to lose but that's like you know? what we were talking about like memes are how we get it yeah. you know and like you know, tweets and memes. Yep. Yeah, we're all just still unpacking it. And the the fucking most insane thing is so many people are so, so careful about what they say because, you know, we live in a time with, of, you know, witch hunts and doxing and all that sort mm. of shit. So it's culturally, you know, the way things are done is people watch what they say. They're, they're really mm. careful about his words. And he just went the complete opposite and just said, whatever the fuck. And he's still doing it as the yeah. president. Like, he's got, like, fucking... He spelled... Was it Missile? Or was that the other bloke? Spelled Missile wrong oh. in that tweet? And I'm like, Jesus, bro. But, like, that's the vibe. Yeah. It's yeah, so it's just weird. that 140 character fucking meme, meme life. Just fuck it. Memes are... Yeah, I still just can't get my head around, like, how fucking clever some people are. Like, do you ever look at some of your YouTube comments and be like, how are you not famous? For just, like, the straight comedic value that some people have. Like I, I, oh, like uh, the in funny your comments, comments like yeah. the people write on your, and and you just, you just be like, dude, why are you not on SNL? Oh man, so much. Shit. Some people yeah. are so fucking funny. I dude. know, I know, it's ridiculous. It takes a certain brain to like just be on it, and that's what I was saying before. It's like you just must see shit come into your brain, and it just clicks. Like that's a meme. That's a meme. Because <laughs> like you know, some people like that with puns. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. it's the same sort of thing. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. that real quick. Yeah. quick mind to like come up with a like a, a pun like a um with just the other day like my mate was talking about this taiwanese chick and i was like oh i want to fuck you you know what i mean but it's like a but that's just a, a pun and like yeah, yeah, you get yeah. some people like he just said it like Let, that live on the wordplay level yeah, yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like I, fuck man some people just operate on such a high level like my favorite fucking youtube comment ever dude i made this video got like a million views it was like one Congrats. of the coolest thing i did and but it was like when reds first came out and they had like really shitty audio yeah and um a dude in the youtube comment was like the top voted fucking comment on youtube of my video that i spent so much time on was did you record this audio on a toaster and i was just like yes like you fucking win the internet yeah yeah it's just like some people man they just have that fucking that quickness to them yeah and when it's funny you're just like no fair enough man yep yep fair fair, play yeah, yeah fair enough yeah fuck yeah i just i love those people but i'm like what are you doing in youtube land Mm. like make something of it but i I guess like that's the difference between like zero sum and positive sum isn't it 
Mm. Yeah, which is why the commenters are never going to get anywhere. Even on like political shit and stuff, it's like, dude, you're not swaying anyone's thing. Like, just go build something. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I think that, I guess like that whole concept is that there is, um, like, there's no secret to making shit work, is there? Like, you just have to make a lot of fucking good stuff. Like, that's the secret. Just keep working. Because yeah, like the guy in the comment section might be funny as fuck, but if he's not making his own thing, like he can never be the you or, you know, the dudes that are fucking making this like dope content. It's weird, isn't it? I don't know. I, I like to think if someone's there, they've probably got the bones and they'll probably do it later. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, some people just don't want to put in the same work but expect the same result. Oh, I mean, that's that's the whole world, isn't it? And mm. Like, so many people think that they're building systems of efficiencies just to get that exact thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. What, um, like, what led you down the road of, like, wanting to do the comedy stuff? Like, because, yeah, you're a, you're a quiet dude. And it's all, is it almost like the comedy stuff is, like, where you get to have your expression because you don't feel like you... Uh, like that loud kind of dude that gets it out in like that natural social way i think i am loud or maybe i used to be louder than i am and maybe i (laughs) i've actually gone quiet lately like i probably have a i think i used to be a lot louder but um what 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 got me there i don't know man like um i started drawing and it was to the advice of this artist guy i liked who i was working for at the time and he's just like oh, you know, you keep making shit, but it's all different shit. And so unless you make the same thing over and over again, you're never going to build anything. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, uh, um, I don't know, pick an artist uh, who's kind of got a thing. Uh, Damien Hurst doesn't want to do another body sculpture, but he has to because that's what will sell, Mm, you know, something like that. And this is a guy who, he was a sculptor. And so he's like, just like, instead of, you know, like, making a video one week or you know trying to make a music thing or like trying to do this like instead of just doing scattered just literally just pick one thing i'll give you a medium you're gonna do art he's like just draw it for a year and then talk to me yeah right and so i was like all right i'll just do that and at the time i was working in like sydney and i left my office and there's just like ibises everywhere and this is like before ibis memes were super huge so i was like oh fuck it i'll just start drawing ibises i'll just take his advice i'll start drawing it today and I just started drawing ibises upon ibises upon ibises. And then I just started posting them to my Instagram. I was like, oh yeah, this is pretty funny. It's probably about the same time that I came up with the name Struthless. So I just changed my Instagram name to Struthless. And I was yeah. like, oh yeah. And then after a while, the ibises just got boring. But I was like, oh no, he told me to just keep drawing the same thing. All right, how can I make it more interesting? Yeah, and right. so I just started adding jokes to it. And I was like, oh, well, I guess it's kind of funny if there are, there are jokes in there. And then the jokes start building up and building up. And then I'm like, all right, well, people started following me for the jokes. Mm. So I'm like, well, now it feels like the jokes are the things I'm drawing. And these ibises are actually just obscuring it. Mm. So I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'll just put people in there instead. Mm. And then I guess that's how that came about was just out of, you know, boredom with what I was doing. And like, I mean, I definitely get bored with most of the stuff I make. And yeah, you know, when, when it starts not being fun for me, that's usually when I change formats. Yeah, or right. do something which has been kind of recently I guess yeah I was gonna say like I, I guess that probably led to some of the video stuff then because like 100% it is like fuck man it's unlimited the, like the video stuff gives you such a crazy platform to say and make Anything. like whatever you want it's so insane 
Yeah, mm. and you can literally like you can say say way more jokes in those four minutes or like yeah. five minutes or however long you're taking of somebody's time than you can in the single panel. And I was like, oh man, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna keep doing this. Yeah, well, that, that's fucking interesting to me that that's where the start was is doing something over and over to the point where you got so good at doing it that you got bored and needed to evolve the way that you did it it was strong advice in hindsight like it was really really strong Mm. and yeah i'm like so grateful that i know the guy yeah he's he's a cool guy mark shatner if anyone wants to google it what is he got like what's his instagram is he oh he's like 55 yeah he's like he's a pretty big artist he's like uh him and his wife jilly yeah um they make like this dog man and rabbit girl sculpture yeah right they're like uh sometimes out of bronze sometimes out of fiberglass like heaps of shit and they've got like sculptures all around the world and that's no joke i think they've won in like sculptures by the sea and all that sort of stuff so really yeah yeah. oh they're pretty like hot sculptors yeah fuck yeah that's cool yeah man real fucking interesting couple yeah (laughs) (laughs) seen some shit oh man yeah um yeah i think that there's a definitely like a special type of person that will follow advice like i did a talk at a my old school like a couple weeks ago and um and I just said, like, if you're the kind of person that can, like, listen to this and then do one thing from it, you're probably the kind of person that's going to be successful. And it's so... I think it is true. Like, if you can get a genuine bit of advice from somebody and start implementing it right away, because I feel like life has a way of gathering momentum and it's either going to... Like, it's going to gather whether you want it to or not because there's this negative momentum that will gather if you don't create positive momentum. I just don't think there's an in-between. I think that, yeah, I've said it before, but life's pretty binary when it comes to that kind of stuff. And, um, and yeah, it's like you take a positive piece of advice and then you start implementing it. It's like whether or not it's like the perfect bit of advice, which yours, but it's like, shit, was yours the perfect bit of advice or was it just the fact that you acted on it 100% and saw it out to the end that it ended up being the perfect advice, if that makes sense. Like, it, could it, it have it been really anything? Does. Yeah, it's like, um, you know, you give a basketball to the wrong kid, he doesn't become the NBA star. Mm. You know, like, just to quote Gary V, give it to, I don't know, LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> you get LeBron James. So I'm not in any way calling myself the LeBron James of drawing one thing. I am. Yeah. I'm fucking saying <laughs> it. I'm calling you the LeBron. <laughs> but, yeah, like... I, I actually never thought about that. That um, yeah, I guess some people don't take advice. So honestly, dude, like yeah. I've got fucking friends I love to death, and I'll tell them as a person that knows something about the advice that I'm giving. Like I'm not an expert, but there's been stuff that's worked for me in my life, and it's like you saying you want to do a similar thing. This is the fucking. This is the stuff that helped me, and I know that because it helped this person and this person and this person. They just straight don't act on advice. What do, you, what do you think it is? Why? I think it's... I wonder if there's... And this was maybe something that... This is something that I've been thinking about in my life because I've done a lot of different stuff. And I've never really saw it all the way to the end. And I always thought it was that I got bored with it and wanted to move on. And I made it... I intellectualized it to where it was like my choice of like... No, I decided that I wasn't going to do that. I got bored. I needed a new challenge. What I really think it was 
is that I was scared to put everything into something, get that something, and it not be worth all of the effort that I put into it, if that makes sense. Totally. So it was like this weird self-sabotage out of being scared to not have the what I thought the fulfillment would be at the end of it. So it's like, well, yeah, when I started thinking about that, it was honestly right about like the time that this all sort of started kicking off and I was like, I'm just going to do it. And I'm just going to, again, it's like that do it for a year kind of thing. So it's like, I guess I'm, no one really gave me that advice, but it, I think it's such solid, a solid thing to put into practice that it's like, well, I'm just going to do the podcast now. It's, I enjoy it. People seem to enjoy it. And I think like, let's go and let's dive yeah, deep. Yeah. Quantity in general will give you quality mm. no matter what, like. I mean, so many people really try create a perfect first draft. Yeah, it's just you're like, so true, man. Yeah, and just make a hundred of them, man. Like you'll get there. Yeah, yeah. I, man, that's like such good advice. And and I think that I was a perfectionist at the start with the film stuff, to where I didn't put out very much work. And a lot of it too. I think I got caught up in the trap of um, not creating something unless someone else paid for it. Oh, that's that's brutal, like particularly mm. in the times we live in. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I didn't. I just treated it as solely as a business. Yeah, and not as a passion. Like I really lost my passion for like making films for what it was. Like to me, it ended up being just totally a job and a business. And if someone wasn't going to pay me to go and take photos or videos, I didn't take a camera. And it was like, and everyone was always like, oh man, you must love doing this. And I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking even take a camera anywhere. And now I'm trying to just get back to like, like, I mean, this is not like this makes me a lot of money, but I just genuinely enjoy doing it. And I know that after a few hours of us talking, we're going to be friends. Yeah. And it's like, to me, I think that's a really cool thing. You like kind of give people a couple hours with someone that they've never met, maybe never heard of. And then it's that same guess what you were saying like the collective audience kind of thing that you and it's like you're kind of adding to to that um i fucking just lost my train of thought where i was going with that point so did i i was like caught up in the words yeah yeah um but yeah it's like oh no yeah so what i was saying was that it's like this is a thing that i would do for free mm, mm. and i would take this like I'm on my trip to Sydney and I'm set up at the Howie Dojo. Yeah, it's like and I'm, we're still doing it whether there's someone paying for this episode or not. And then I think it, yeah, that that to me is like the right reasons, and that's how people should treat this kind of stuff because it's like no one was paying you to draw ibises at the start. No, and it just kind of turned into what it turned into. Yeah, I guess it's like seeing things play out all the way. Mm. And you also don't know what is going to... Like, you know what happens if you don't draw. Yes. You know, but you have no idea what happens if you do. Mm. And, like, that's kind of what you're saying, like, where do the videos go to? And I'm like, oh, I want to know. But I know from experience that, you know, I can probably plan six months. Mm. And then anything after that is... You know, I can have, like, a, a wild, you know, a mild, I mean, idea of where I'm going. You know, for yep. example, I'm like, oh, it'd be really good to you know, have X amount of subs wherein I'm, you know, respected as an authority on, you know, topics A, B and C, Yeah. you know, and that's cool. And like, that's like a nice, very, not, not super tangible, but goal to be going to, but along the road, like it's going to get sideswiped. 
Mm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and you just don't know the opportunities that that come up along the way. Completely. So, I mean, even this podcast, like I just reached out to you because of Matt O'Connor tagging me in in your video and then it's like this thing happens and it's like you just, you, you genuinely don't know and it is, you're right about what you said. It's like you know what happens if you don't draw but you don't know what us yeah you know what happens if you don't draw but you don't know what happens if you do yeah and it's like you you really have to embrace that like way of thinking but at the end of the day it still comes down to like doing the work 100 percent, yeah and a lot of people um don't want to do don't want to do it but yeah what what is that out of course people know that (laughs) yeah no but it is like man i don't know if people do know because if they did know, more people would be doing it. I mean, there's, there's part of me that beats myself up for not working more, you know? Mm. So I guess that part of me empathizes with them, you know, when you're just like, oh, I could be doing so much more. And you, you know, I guess what I'm talking about is probably, you know, that comparison trap where you look at all these people and you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. They're, they're putting out way more shit. Mm. And, you know, I definitely get anxiety around that. But where do you think that comes from? Like, oh, just probably social media. Mm. It is, yeah, I mean, they've, they've done studies an hour on social media or something like this. I'm going to butcher these facts as I regurgitate them. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. This is, these are your facts now. These are my facts. This is your narrative. Yeah, someone please correct me in the comments and also call me a fucking fence sitting shit. <laughs> shit cunt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was like an hour on social media in results in like a 14% drop of, you know, generally feeling good about yourself really? like just on average with people. Yeah. Or oh, 14 points. If a hundred is a percentage. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And then I, I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And you know, they've done studies where it's just like in generally like general with like very few allies, the more you're using the phone, the more anxious you're going to be. Mm. And a lot of that comes down to, you know, comparison. Like if you start your day or if any point of your day is just you looking at other people's amazing stuff and not seeing any of their mm. bad stuff, you're just going to be like, fuck man. Like particularly if it's in a bad moment for you mm. and you're just like staring at it and oh, golly, it could be so depressing and, I guess it comes back to what we were saying before. It's like, does our lucidity of, you know, being able to step back from the phone, does that help us Mm. to not get as anxious or not get as depressed when we, you know, compare ourselves to others, which is just such a human thing to do. But then like, because of that, are there, you know, I'm sure like most, you know, and this is a generalization again, but you know, there'd be like teenagers out there who wouldn't have that, kind of tendency to step back mm. and you know rationalize that sort of thing and it would just be such a maybe it's a sad landscape to grow up in maybe it's cool because you know you've also got you know teenagers teenagers out there who've got a million followers just by dancing and wearing colorful clothes you know and that shit's fucking awesome yeah but i guess it's just a brave new world yeah i think that there has to be for me for for people to really like navigate their way through this new landscape of like the internet the internet's the thing it's, it is it just changed yeah man. that's our printing press yeah that that is for sure but times a fucking trillion times a fucking trillion and we're bringing on cyber humans man the, oh yeah it's gonna get it's gonna get super weird i wonder what happens first though you know like the resources of the ai or like what 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 is the thing right. there's actually some really cool new theories about because i was like really worried about ai for a while but now i think that there's 
there's a lot of people in that are like smart that think that it sort of can't get to the Skynet point without <laughs> us. But then I don't know. Even if it does, we probably deserve it. You know, we're the biggest fucking problem on the planet. Mm, yeah, for Planet's sure. Planet's fine without us. Yeah, it's um, it's just through population, man. Like fuck, it's it's a gnarly thing to just have so many fucking people but even even when we weren't a huge population we still you know like 50,000 years ago we're still sending species extinct mm. you know every time we homo sapiens got to any kind of country we just killed off the big animals mm. it's like and now we're just seeing that times a thousand you know yeah well I think uh, I've got a weird relationship with that one because I just like I wonder if we're we apply that logic to like animals but then we have said when it comes to like other stuff it's like you can't change the past you can't look back and it has to move forward so it's like yeah i don't I, and i think that say even if we weren't here like shit would still go extinct it's like it it sort of has to happen whether it's an ice age or whether like shit just fucking dies and it's reborn it's like is that just that species played out now like they're done and then but there is certain things what, that we really really do contribute to which is kind of crazy and sad but it's like yeah I mean I guess through population though like with fishing and sharks and I mean yeah I guess there is just like really gross examples of like human fucking up the landscape but it's <coughs> um yeah, I wonder if that shit is just unavoidable in like that constant forward motion that is time and it's like everything that's on it's like it's like there's just a line and you've just drawn it and then it just moves forward and it's just like some shit is not going to fucking keep up with that line and that line is father time in a way but it's like how much of what we're doing is furthering that process or is it all just a reaction of that line moving forward so I don't know there's like it's a fucking that's a tricky argument to to think about as like what our impact really is as a species Mm. and it's like is it unavoidable like obviously yes we are having an impact but is that impact unavoidable or is that always going to happen just by the fact that we're here and like the traits Mm. of our species as well yeah just like intolerant destructive Mm. populating beyond our resources kind of yeah monkey that's the that's that is the problem that we have figured out a way to get around just like general biology in a way like how fast a chicken can produce eggs and or how much meat you can get off a cow through steroids and shit so i guess like i guess maybe that's where we've fucked up but yeah then you got also people who are like solving big problems like those beyond meat guys and all that mm. sort of stuff and that's really like cool to see yeah and i wonder if it's cyclical to where we've created this problem through technology and then technology is what solves that problem. Like that young kid that's built the, the deal that's like going to clean up the ocean in five years or oh, whatever. That, like a weird mm. scoopy mechanic thing that... Yeah, that just like cruises... Yeah, just cruises through the fucking... So it's like, yeah, we created the whole plastic problem but now that's coming full circle and there's a dude that through technology as well is going to create that and then all the global warming stuff is like is there a way that we're going to be able to just extract the carbon from the atmosphere and just then that vegan. problem's gold <laughs> just gotta go vegan vegan son <laughs> nah like uh, yeah i mean like vegan veganism like not 
for your health, not for the animals, but for the environment makes makes a fuck ton of sense. Mm. Yeah, just I haven't gone too deep into that side of it. It's pretty pretty mind blowing. Like if you're mm. open minded and into information, it's pretty hard to look at meat the same way afterwards or mm. even you know dairy and eggs and animal products and stuff so i've i'd recommend it at the risk of sounding preachy no no, no yeah no. well it's good to have all the facts man yeah and like i definitely think we indulge in meat oh fucking way man. too much We're like way more than we need extremely so it's it's like it's scary mm. you know, like it's terrifying man like I definitely, I, I just straight up don't have intentions of being a vegan yeah. at any point, but not through thinking it's a crock of shit or anything like that. It purely based on like how I feel as a result of meat and with like, I train every single day. So I've got like just the general energy that it takes to do the shit that I do. I'd have to fucking eat so much more that it would become like, counterproductive to kind of what I'm trying to do you know what I mean just like for that yeah. general like caloric intake yeah and the I guess you know like yes you can get protein out of chickpeas but oh, I do not want to eat a chick- kilo of chickpeas like I'd rather just eat that that bit of steak or whatever you know what if the steak didn't come from a cow what if it came no out in fucking a factory? all for it yeah yeah, yeah oh, 100%. Well, then that, that's fine because yeah. I think it's more the people who are you know can't divorce the dead animal and the meat in their head and they're like yeah. no the cow has to die otherwise it's not a real steak and it's like brah I think you have to die <laughs> on, yeah that's to me is like ignorance yeah and, and like that's like such a threat cause and uh, again uh, it's like it's up that's the fucking court of public opinion like oh, dude, if that like, dude's the majority it's like we just have to then convince these people but I mean like okay we were talking about like water and stuff before okay so if you've got a cheeseburger like with just the small amount of beef that it has, like a, an average cheeseburger will take, you know, in terms of, you know, all the logistics or like raising the, the meat and mm. you know, the cow or whatever, it was about 2,500 liters. If you would, it, uh, which is, you know, like showers for two months, yeah, you know, and yet you have so many people being like, Oh, we all got to take shelter showers and, you know, put the things on. It's good for the environment. It's like, mm. and like, you know, like when, when you start putting it like that, it's, I don't know, it's, it's pretty hard to, I guess deny it and I was someone who didn't think that way I was like a real you know I loved meat and food and all that Mm. sort of thing but I mean the more the more you educate yourself the more it confirms that it is just a better way to be Mm. and I I don't ever really want to be like a public vegan yeah yeah ever but no but I think it's good to talk about the ideas like yeah and, and people should respect ideas that are well thought out and and I definitely like if we get to the stage where we're making which is not too far away I hope we're not, making man. like 3D printed steaks and shit like I'm fucking all for it because like the last dude on the podcast was Adam Greentree who's a yeah. bow hunter like Kill, kills, kills all his own meat yeah. and he does not participate in any form of like factory Fact. farming and shit like that like and there is the people that then argue that like, oh, we're still taking a life and then that animal died and you decided to kill that. It's like, mm, yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm fucking cool with that. There should be a responsibility and a conscience and a weight that you feel for killing something. There should be. Like we, that's a very natural thing. But on the same side of that, when a grizzly bear swipes that fucking deer and snaps it in half 
and just starts eating it while it's alive, ass fucking first. There's no, there's no dignity in that. There's no, that, that predator doesn't feel any of the emotions that we feel. Like, so I think that we've got like, I don't know, even the fact that we do have a conscience and do feel like is a, I think that's kind of beautiful that we can kill an animal. We can have respect for it. We can have these remorse and that heavy emotion. So do you think that makes a responsibility that maybe we shouldn't? Mm, I don't think so. I think that there is, because like, so if you, if, if you said to someone, like if I said to you, like, all right, I'm going to, I'll kill you in a super clean, humane way. Like it's an old male deer who's not going to reproduce again. Well, it's, well, it's actually bad for the population if he does reproduce again. So there's even like, you can even go down those roads. And I think that's, that's ultimately the thing is like, it's really hard to have a side when it's so fucking complex I, I and it's like it's got to be is, that though. like because i think it's bad for the population if we reproduce yeah you know true, like too. i think it's much worse for the earth if there's more humans and more deer yeah that's true yeah. but like so in terms of that that thing so like you can get to a say you've got an old buck that's like eight years old yeah very past his breeding prime yeah and it's actually counterproductive to the population in that area if he does reproduce again so his death will ensure more deer's a better healthier population yeah so i think that um kind of like killing off the buffalo in um native america yeah 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 yeah. it's that same it's that same thing and like i mean there's like crazy shit right now with like kangaroos and stuff like you can't kill kangaroos because they're a native species right but there's because of the drought like changing weather conditions there's all these kangaroos that are just dying these fucking disgustingly sad deaths right and but it's because there's protests from com- the commu- like communities that don't want animals to die. Yep. And it's just like, fuck, man. Like, if you gave me the choice um, of a kangaroo that's, like, dying from disease, malnourishment, and no food, and they're all just fucking dying together, and, like, like when you if you're terminal, and it's, like, that right to yeah. um, euthanize, you know, yeah. euthanize. So it's, like, even though you're not really giving them the choice, but it's, like... I'm sort of using my own human compassion to say like, I would rather die like this. I would rather. And then it's even like being an organ donor. Like to me, like I'm an organ donor and I like want my fucking organs to go in somebody else's body. And I think that that's sort of what really ethically killing an animal is. It's like, you have to die at some point. You're like, morally, should I be the one to fucking decide? But it's like, there's other stuff out there that's going to kill that thing eventually anyway, or it's going to die um, a, a bad, terrible death through hunger, so whatever. Yeah. So it's like, if I then kill that animal and then I eat that meat and then that meat nourishes other life, the, um, you know, the remains go back and get fucking put down into the soil. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, I definitely think that... I suppose hunting... um. I'm not not too sure. Like, I don't know enough about hunting. Mm. And, you know, like, I've read a few, like, arguments for and arguments against. Mm. But in any case, uh, it's Adam Greentree, right? Yeah. It, he does it as not to support factory farming, correct? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like... And I think that it's there's a, con- a, a conservation element to it as well that's, like, crazy important. And there was... So there was a story, like, so... Um, after the Cecil the Lion thing, right? They um, there was like a ban on on um, 
trophy hunting lions. So it costs $50,000 for that dude to go and shoot Cecil the lion. So that's what the tribe got. So, but like, that's what the community got, right? I have heard so, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So then um, when they, so there was like value, there was a dollar, as fucked as it is, there was a dollar figure associated to that animal. And then because there was a dollar figure associated to it, there's a reason to keep that animal alive. There's a reason to protect that animal. And then when they like banned the, um, the trophy hunting because of the whole Cecil thing, there was 200 lions that were poached as a direct result because all of the money that went into because there was money in those lions being alive they would spend money to keep those lions alive so they'd take part of those profits to hire um anti-poachers that would like constantly be looking after those lions so like in a way they were looking after them just so they could get killed but it was like one dies every whatever and then all this stuff like trickles down as a result of it but then when you just make those lives worth nothing they are worth nothing no one got anything from those lines really utilitarian view what what do you reckon they were kids like how do you reckon you'd react just like straight up Mm, no yeah you can't kill kids but like in you know i mean you hear rumors i I don't know but um someone was telling me i think we were both in cambodia or something he's saying oh there's a gun range and you know you can pay a little bit of money to use a gun you can pay a little bit more to shoot a chicken you can pay a bit more to shoot a cow and apparently this is his words you can pay a bit more to shoot an orphan really if that's the high you want then that's what it could be but well I think that but that's money right mm, you know that's going into a very poor country mm, like is that a good thing I don't think that there is anything that comes off the back of that that is not just completely selfish like what comes off like there's no harvesting of that meat like i don't know like that's where you're right that is like a tricky a tricky question but i think that yeah you've got that at least with an animal like you know that animal has to die so does the kid yeah no you're right you've got me it's fucking yeah it's a it's a gnarly question it's a gnarly question i i don't know like i um yeah i i don't know Mm, yeah i mean it's fucking why yeah why do we i think that the thing with animals right is that there is there isn't the same level of consciousness that is there and that's not my argument for why they should die or whatever but like let's say that bear that bear killing that deer it's purely instinct there's no remorse there's no feelings associated with it. That bear can't get food anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, like a bear could live off berries and they can, you know, like bears do eat a, a ton of... Like there's actually bears in, I think it's like Canada, where they a huge portion of their diet is blueberries. Holy and shit. the flesh is blue. Like the actual flesh of the bear, like for when you hunt that meat and you eat that meat... It's like fucking blue and it tastes like, <laughs> like it has like a blue in the taste big blue house. Yeah. yeah. So it's like they, um, yeah, they don't have a choice. Uh, sorry. They don't have like the feelings associated with it where it's like humans are the one that, that is burdened with that. And it's like, so that bear will kill us. Like we don't blame the bear because it's purely based on instinct. Right. 
like we don't blame the bear for killing a human and we don't call what's well, weird because there are like writers and stuff who suggest that we have a genocidal instinct as, mm. a, as a species and it's like do we not blame ourselves for that sometimes I wonder mm. but um, yeah interesting with a bear I guess like because like if a bear like let's say you and a bear are there you've got a gun the bear's a fucking bear he doesn't need a gun yep and it's like are you gonna feel bad if you kill that bear for your own survival probably not yeah no I, I think I could yeah like in that and would you, situation and would you judge the bear for killing you Oh, no. And I, I don't think I'd judge anyone for defending themselves in that situation. I guess it's more like... But so, like, w- I guess we judge ourselves for wanting to kill animals to eat them, but we don't judge other animals for killing other animals. So, like, where where is, like, our... I guess is it? it's because we're so sentient that we do have those feelings. So, I guess for me... It's like Spider-Man, right? With great power comes great responsibility. You know, it's like, I could, yes, you know, kill my dog and eat it but I could also love that dog, love and that treat dog. Like a and friend, and yeah. then I can get food anywhere else. Like the reality is like there are supermarkets with shit tons of, you know, mm. food that nobody had to die for. Yeah. And, and I, th- I think that the, the real problem is the way that we do source the meat because of the population and our, and our need to, not our need like our want to eat meat like man i've i've definitely tried to stop eating meat three times a day because it's like that's excessive it's a lot like it's a lot but that's what i do yeah. like i'd get up i'd have bacon and eggs yep then i'd have a ham cheese tomato toasted sandwich yeah and then i'd have a steak for dinner unreal and it's like i've had fucking three like animal deaths to to sustain me for one day and it's like that's fucking gross so I, but I, I don't think that I'm a bad person for eating the meat in terms of it dying and me eating it. Like I can, I am okay with that side of it, but it's the logistics of it. Like you said, what it takes to get that there, what it takes to, that it was three animals. And like, I mean, when you start thinking about that side of stuff, it's like eating chicken. Like I've stopped eating a lot of chicken because that's like one death one meal yeah basically and it's like that's fucking gnarly whereas with like a say like i go out i shoot a deer and it's like a fucking six seven hundred pound deer yeah that's like meat for a year of one death so it's like i think that the real argument and the real thing is like let's be conscious about how much shit is dying the way it's dying the life it lives because again i think that yeah my i guess my rationale and where i'm okay with it is that we're not mad at the bear no the bear's an animal and he's doing its thing that's the and i guess too like a bear can live off blueberries it's not going to be as good as it would and it's not going to have as much energy if it ate the deer or whatever so i think that there is a certain level of like we operate on like a more optimum kind of like again like me training every single day if i didn't if i just ate a vegan diet i'd have to eat way more than i do and it's like then someone's gonna be like a fucking piece of shit like just because it's more convenient for you no 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 but there's also like a lot of people who say oh no just like replace this with this and Mm. you know there's a lot of yeah i mean there's there's fuck tons of protein implants you know yeah that's just one of the myths that people seem to get off on 
Hmm. As you know, where am I going to get my protein? Or like, you know, they point to their teeth and they're like, why do I have these teeth? Yeah, it's like, yeah. fucking gorillas got the biggest canines. They only eat plants. Like, yeah. But yeah, the difference is they eat for 17 hours a day. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And you've got grazers with like yeah. fermenting stomachs and stuff like that, like mm. cows and shit. I guess, um, yeah, like I, I, I don't know where I sit on hunting. I mean, you've made some like really good points that, yeah. Well, I guess the, the like, yeah, the, the biggest thing for hunting is like, if you can put aside the, um, the, the meat even like eating it right yeah is there is optimum numbers of for population and that's why you have predators and that's why we call it the food chain but the problem is is the same way that we've kind of like fucked a lot of shit up we've also created these safe havens for things and like taken away predators and the problem with that is so like you said we took away all like the big mammals and shit like that like in australia there's really not many predators right so these kangaroos are just out there fucking breeding like out of control and then when you get in times of um like famine and and weather changes and stuff like that the population is too big to be healthy and then you get like a a, just a natural genocide of these things whereas if you went in and ethically controlled the population you could like there is an optimum number of kangaroos for this area and then if you've got more than that it's like they don't have enough food they don't have enough water then they start getting diseases because their immune system's low then that disease infects the healthy um, kangaroos or pregnant kangaroos so it's like it's it starts to get really tricky because ideally you don't really want to kill anything do you think that we have a responsibility to control animal populations not really, but I think that if we're going to go on the same moral, live in the same moral ecosystem as the vegan argument for the people that do argue for like the animal cruelty side of things, then it's actually crueler to not control animal populations. Do you think? Well, I don't know. Cause like I was just, every time you said kangaroo, I was like, okay, what if it was human? Okay. Cause, cause it makes sense, right? Mm. You know, humans are overpopulated and there's got to be a way to regulate it. Is there a way to ethically, you know, kill off or, or a disease is doing that for us? You know, mm. I, I don't know. Um, it's, that's a like, that's a super good question, right? Is because it's like, you're not going to self-regulate. And it's the same way that... Well, I mean, China sort of tried to. True. Yeah. But so think of it like this, because it's a fucking really good point that you raise, right? Think of it as the kangaroos. So it's obviously in the kangaroos' best interest, if we're going to keep using that analogy. I love it. The kangaroos, it's in their best interest not to breed if there is crazy famine, not enough food, and there's diseases being spread through the population. So, but they're not self-regulating. And then if you look at, because then the, the natural instinct above all else is to procreate because that's like all you really have. And then, so it almost takes a third party to be outside of the kangaroo box and then come in and regulate it for them. If the kangaroos like biologically are so driven to procreate, like humans are the same. And we're not going to self-regulate in the same reasons that the kangaroos won't self-regulate because that actively goes against every biological instinct of the species. And whether, we, whether we're sentient enough to know the impact that we're having on our environment and our uh, planet and our relationships and all that, 
it goes against our fundamental biologic instinct to cull our own population. It's impossible. You couldn't do it. I think that there's a hardwired thing inside of us that stops us from doing that. And yeah, I think that it takes that third party to be the one. So maybe AI would be the one to do that because we couldn't do it ourselves. We couldn't expect ourselves to make that decision. But I think that we have evolved and earned such a height. Like we are the top of the food chain. We are AI for all of these animal species, all of the planet. We're the only one that has the uh, power to completely, you know, eradicate a species, and shit like that. So often. And we do it, we do it often. And, and quickly. Mm, but so is that responsibility, if we can say that ethically, this is the right thing to do, like, should we have that responsibility? Like, are we the top of the food chain and maybe AI is like the next thing on top of us that could regulate us? But it's like right now, we're the ones that do have the power to call those shots. So it's like, that would be, I guess, my argument with it. It's like, yeah, we probably do have too many people. We probably, in a best case scenario, we'd thin this fucking herd out. Mm. But biology dictates we can't. But we can do it to other species. So it's like, that's, I guess that would be my... But other species aren't, I guess, as problematic as we are, Mm. you know, in terms of, you know, the kangaroos aren't, you know, making plastics or... No, yeah, fuck, no, definitely. Doing shit like that. But yeah, I guess that's just my... Deforestation or any of that shit. Yeah, yeah, and all that stuff is gross. Like, But that, again, comes down to our biological need Mm. to breed, even when it's counterproductive, the same way that those kangaroos are breeding when it is counterproductive. And it's like, man, I used to think about that with like world vision and shit. Like all those kids with fucking being born with AIDS and shit. I'm like, just don't have kids. That's the fucking, you know, wouldn't that be the answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But That's the variable. You're having children, stop having children. Yeah, it's like totally logical reaction. It's, it's but weird. But fundamentally, we just can't do yeah. that. And you wonder if like, you know, the disease of AIDS is the third party that is trying to, you know. Well, yeah, it's like the... Control the population. Yeah, and like even these earthquakes and shit we're seeing now, is it like, are we... The earth is shaking us off like a virus. Have you ever seen that bit by George Carlin? No. Oh, man, he's just like going on. He's like, everyone's worried that we're, uh, you know, damaging the earth or whatever. And he's like, earth is going to be fine. Earth does not care. He'll just shake us off like a virus. He'll heat up, you know, like just get, you know, in the same way we would get sick. Mm, And then we'll all be dead and the earth will be fine. (laughs) Well, man, like there's a lot of theories that that shit's happened before. Yeah, Like Like crazy civilizations and but I, I I don't know that it would have like it couldn't have come through the way that we've fucked up the planet but there was obviously something that happened whether it was like a freak anomaly or it was like a balanced thing there was like eh, nah too much man we gotta reset <sighs> big like, flood <laughs> yeah but that's like and that's why I think you get all those um, apocalypse stories and shit because like we've probably fucking had the apocalypse already and then we're just this is us again now you yeah. know, two thousand fucking four thousand years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like someone's already came in, wiped the slate clean because it had to happen, and yeah. then we're back here. So is it like? I hope we're close. I hope we see it in our lifetime, eh? You uh, reckon? Oh, it'd just be cool to watch. I want to see aliens in my lifetime. I don't want to see too. the apocalypse. I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind like uh, maybe rather selfishly like I get to eighty and then it's just like you know mm. deep impact. You know? Yeah. That's... Yeah. Aliens would be sick as well. Like. Yeah, I was reading this thing. It's like, what would happen in if first contact was made in modern society? Mm. And one of the things that blew my mind that the author had written is that um, instead of, you know, how like our current date system is like Jesus onward, you know, yeah. we're all counting from Jesus. 
you know, BC and AD, that it would be likely that our new dating system would start with before contact, after contact. Mm. I was like, that's mind blowing. Yeah. For something so monumental that it's... um, Would change the way we looked at time. mm. Man, like the way that technology is going, surely we're going to get to the point where we can kind of tell. But like, man, I, I wonder... I can start finding fossils on Mars or something, you know? Mm, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I think that the, the way that they're observing um, space now, like I think that they didn't know... There's like something I was listening to the other day where they said they didn't know for sure that there were other planets in other solar systems up until 20 years ago. Fire. So it's like, think of what we've learned since just 20 years. Man. So it's like... Meanwhile, technology continues to double in its power like every 18 months. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. It's like we're on that crazy fucking... Exponential. Yeah. It's like that bell curve right sick. now. I love it. Like we really live in a, such an insane time. Mm. And I, yeah, that makes me wonder that w- are we going to be the... Is it going to be in our lifetime? Because like think of all the shit that would change. Like would the Catholic... What, what, what would happen to the Catholic Church? What would happen to Muslim? Like, I don't know, man. You know, all that like crazy extremist fun- fundamentalism that's like deeply rooted in a, a narrative that that does not fit in at yeah. all. Like what happens to that? It's weird because that stuff's already being questioned. It, that's know? what I'm saying. It's yeah. being questioned without like evidence yeah. against and it. And then you get some, oh man, that'd, that'd be brilliant. Like I'd, mm. I'd like to live in a world that chaotic. Yeah. I think. Well, I'd, I'd just like to live in a world with, like, that you can really meet the craziness with facts. Mm. Like, really meet the, like, undeniable facts. Because I feel like right now, especially, like, if you use, like, the extremist Muslim stuff as an example, it's like, it just makes sense that they're wrong. But, you know what I mean? Like, of course, yeah. You can intellectualize them being wrong, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. can't prove they're wrong. So it's like, I feel like aliens would be the thing where it's like, where does this motherfucker fit? Yeah. But it's even like, I mean, there's so much stuff, like even in the Bible or whatever, contradiction wise, where it's like, um, you know, there's no fucking dinosaurs in the Bible. There's no, like, there's so much stuff that you can, but at the end of the day, it's like God created the world in seven days. Like I fucking definitively can't say that he did it. You know, like so there's true, a problem man. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I want to live in a world where we've just got more answers. And if they're right, they're right. Cool. Yeah. It's, I just, I just feel like the confusion and the anger and the hatred comes out of the variables, like the, the, X. the little gaps, man. Yeah. Like people just focus on these like black dots. But it's like, if, if you right now had to give like a recount, like the line of best fit of, you know, the creation of the universe, the creation of Earth you know, creation of us as a species and then our rise to the food chain and then, you know, eventual global dominance. Yeah. Like you could probably give like a rough guide and, you know, if we're talking in a probably right sense, like there'd be, you know, hopefully some truth to it. In, in truth to what? You yeah. know, if you're like, uh, you know, you take something which very few people deny, but some people do like, you know, for example, uh, like evolution or mm. you know like the spherical earth you yeah know? flat earth i was gonna say how fucking the... funny is flat earth did you see that new zealand fucking group on facebook no oh fuck i wish we could just look that up there's like a new zealand um group of flat earthers and it was just like it's become so obvious as to what this is it's like this is just a place for you to fucking be with other people that are no. as fucking weird as you lonely yeah like it's it. weird but like i was watching like because i was like 
all right, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to try convince myself of this shit. Isn't it fun to do that shit sometimes? That's what you should do. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and the, that's the thing, like, with um, what you've, like, you've said some good stuff to me that does make me think, and it, it forces you then to, to either go, um, well, you have to explore all the options, and then if you really do want to have a balanced perspective, and that's why I'd encourage you to look at the hunting stuff. Oh, dude. Just like, for the I'm, conservation yeah. side of it. Yeah. And, I mean, even with that, so, like, there's laws, say, like, in America, right? So you get the tags. It's like $50 billion a year goes towards... Um, conservation of public lands in the US through hunting tags and the hunting tags are only issued based on scientific analysis of what the population needs to have removed to maintain a healthy I have ecosystem. I a bit of that on like Joe Rogan yeah, he's yeah, like justifying yeah. it and stuff with the elk in the mm. yeah. so it's like it's just, that's the just the full cease of the line thing it's like take away this and then you've got no value on actually protecting it and then it's even the same of like you're talking about habitat destruction who are the people that want the animals in the habitat more than anybody of course the hunters the hunters but who are taking them away Some factory farmers you know exactly so it's like I think yeah like oh, fuck we keep circling back to it but it's like <laughs> the real the real problem is like the factory farming situation and it's like people how do, like how me how do you personally eating, solve that yeah I've got to eat less meat Correct. from that environment yeah. and that's why like we're gonna do a, a bunch of trips to go and get deer meat and stuff like that and I try and um, I got a friend in Cairns that like he has like six or seven cows and each year they ha- they take one cow it feeds their whole family and, like a bunch like of that, fresh yeah. yeah I'm I'm all for that and I think that you know all the more of that that can happen in the short term the better but the long term solution is going to be this ge- genetically created meat I'm fucking all for it if you can Same, make it man. walk like a fucking duck and quack like a duck it's a fucking duck as far as I'm totally. concerned because there is fake meat like it does exist and you can buy it in Woolies now mm. and like I had what's some what's the name of that company uh, uh, Beyond Meat Beyond Meat yeah. yeah and there's a few people all doing the same thing and yeah. you know like I I eat a lot of fake meat and like sometimes it tastes so similar to meat that you get a bit worried you're like fuck is this meat like, mm, yeah right yeah. see I'm gonna try that then I haven't I haven't done it's all protein rich it's all like vitamin wise you're getting everything you got me yeah I just mean, without I'm gonna fat try, yeah. I'm gonna try one give it a shot man but see the fat's a fucking really good thing yeah so like oh, oh no it's got the right fats I guess yeah okay, it's all yeah. basically I mean like when you get a chance to design something as a food you're probably going to put in everything that you need you know yeah exactly yeah yeah um but yeah i mean you've definitely yeah that that is a great argument and and i think just even even lately i have been trying to eat less meat and just thinking about like kills per day kind of thing like because that's the that's the fucking especially if it's not an ethical kind of process for that meat to get to you or the eggs or the whatever you Mm. know because it's like yeah like if you can stomach killing an animal then i think you have more of a right to eat it than say someone who like doesn't want to see any of the death Mm. and do any of that sort of thing so in that sense i think hunters have far more of a right to eat meat than anybody else and that's that's what i was kind of saying before is like when you like dude adam who's on the pod has, yeah I has said him, yeah. he's like he fucking has cried before when he's killed an animal brutal yeah and it's like it's very confronting to um to actually do it and pull the trigger and then cut that fucking thing up like it's a very heavy experience and and that's I guess like 
what I was saying before is like that grizzly bear just don't give a fuck. No. Nah. Like it's just going to eat it ass first while it's alive and fucking screaming and there might be a baby fawn next to it that's like, it's fucking heavy, bro. Yeah. So it's like, uh, but that thing doesn't feel any remorse. There's no feelings attached to it at all. So it's like, fuck, if I'm that deer, do I almost want to be like, have this respectful person, that someone that cherishes the meat, someone that has cultivated a lifestyle around the respect and the process of it. It's like, is that almost a better way to go? Kind of like the organ donor thing. It's like, what up? If I'm going to go, should I fucking give my organs so this, so I can keep doing something? Like something comes out of my death as opposed to like the grizzly bear thing where I get attacked and left on the floor and then just fucking, that's it. That's all I ever amount to. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, if death is this necessary thing, then should life should is the consolation prize that life then comes out of it is if that makes sense no i i understand it i um is is hunting like are there enough you know wild animals to sustain no yeah meat demand at all yeah yeah and so i mean fuck it'd be good if we got to a place where you can't eat meat unless you've got the responsibility yeah hunted it yeah because there'd be a lot of people who like that would be a you know that that would be a turning point for them you know because a lot of people just don't want to see blood like i personally couldn't pull Mm. the trigger like i mean if it's me versus the animal i could do it like Mm. i'm I'm the fucking king you know yeah i'm a killer yeah straight killer son 100 (laughs) percent. but if if it's like me could drive to willies eat beans (laughs) <laughs> first killing animal yeah, like yeah. I, I just but it's almost like that's that would be like the better thing like mm. that's what we should be doing is like yeah you either go and get it and yeah. you respect the process because like you can walk in and even Adam was saying that you can walk into Woolies and it's like a cartoon happy cow with a smile on its face it's so fucked up it's man gross. when you know what's actually happened is they've mm. like inseminated a cow so it's gonna be like you know secreting milk then mm. taking its baby that made it pregnant enough so it can give you milk, milk. And, and then like artificially grown it mm. and then slaughtered that and then slapped a happy cow on the mm. thing and it's just so fucking gross and meanwhile this mum cow is just being like milked by machines and just fucking crying out for a baby mm. it's so fucking sad mm. yeah and then like- we drink fucking nipple secretions mm. from cows and wonder why we're lactose intolerant. It's because you're not a fucking cow. Yeah. Sorry, I'm getting wicked preachy. Yeah. I was going to say, but fuck, I just love my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely milk. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, no, you're, I mean, you're right. But it's like, and but I think it's like, at least we're at a place now where we're not taking this kind of stuff for granted. Totally. Because totally. for a really long time, we did just take that for granted. Like, yeah. it's just, you know, since like no one really questioned the factory farming thing, no one really, yeah. like it's, I guess it's good. We're at least getting to a point where people are having these conversations. And, totally. And, and it's it, like brilliant that like you're open-minded to it. Cause there's so many people who are like, but bacon, you're like, oh, yeah, mm. but, but also like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like I'm, yeah. I'm hating how up myself I am for like pushing forward these ideas, which is probably a bad thing in the conversation. No, I mean, I don't think you're like pushing ideas. I just, I generally think it's a conversation about it. And I think that I think you've taken some of the stuff that I've said as like, Hmm. And I've definitely had those moments as well. So it's like, that's really what, that's the fucking goal. Yeah. That's what you want. You know, like it, but it's like if, yeah, no one's really taken a staunch position and not willing to have their mind changed. Yeah. But it's like, I will go eat some of those 
Vetterberg. What is it? Be oh, Beyond Meat. Beyond Got to, got to like sell burger if you get some shit. Like it's all Beyond Meat burgers. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Mm, yeah if no, you're into like that. burgers and like big shit. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's just like there's just too much fucking, too much meat in general. I think it's just such a luxury. And it's like, and even, you know, with Adam, like for the way that his meat is earned mm. now that you, now that you know, like he literally fucking, he almost died in New Zealand for meat. Like he was on a ridge, like dude, fucking listen to the thing. It's like the craziest shit ever. But he's like on a fucking ledge, thousand foot drop. Had to drop his backpack off the cliff, which had all of his shit in it. He's holding. He's got like one fucking ice axe in the ice, and then he's like dropping that shoulder off, sliding his fucking ice axe, dropping that like heavy. And that that's how much that it's like this respect thing that he's got for animals. And it's like fucking that's. And I think that that's more, sometimes that's maybe more respectful than um, some of the arguments that, that come out of the other side. Because it's like, fuck, here's a guy that's like really willing to but like... If anything, like, and this might be the way that the argument's structured, you could probably put those two sides together against the side of just, you know, ignorance. Ignorance, yeah. Yeah, ignorance, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's like at both ends of the spectrum those people have the care for the animal yeah in mind yeah and it's like kind of there there should be a happy medium where um it's it's i guess yeah my real problem with it is like we're not supposed to eat meat and we're not um like who are we to say that these animals should die and it's like well who's the bear to say that that animal should die like it's fuck it's it's an uncomfortable thing that shit has to die but it's that's a part of it and it's like if we can all just agree that that's a variable that we can't change then it's like how do we make the ret like we can change a lot of other stuff so it's like how do we make sure that stuff's on its p's and q's if we are done with arguing about the variable of like well we shouldn't be able to kill stuff it's like fuck should the bear should the dolphin should the like cats kill like 50 million native um lizard and bird species a year but it's like we all pat our cats and let them fucking walk inside. Like, how many times have you seen a cat fuck something up? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's it's just, I think we, yeah, once you get away from that argument, I was like, okay, shit has to die. Yeah. How do we do it the right way? That should be, in my opinion, the argument. And like, how much shit should die? How much should we just fucking, you know, like gluttony kind of and excess and indulgence? Like, is that okay? Like, mm, that's probably what's wrong. Yeah, I hear you. We went deep. We, we got it. <laughs> we went deep. There's probably someone like, you know, having a listen right now being like, like either just disagreeing hard with one of us and like just mm. waiting for the other person to like counter argue. It's like, <laughs> so they feel like validated again. Yeah, true. I'd be like, you agree with me, me, me. Come yeah, on, come on. So fun. Uh, what's next for you, man? Damn. Yeah, in general, I'm probably just going to like keep pumping out those videos. I really like them. I like the, um, the response that they get from people. Mm. Yeah, it's like overwhelmingly positive it's yeah ridiculous yeah real recognized real son yeah <laughs> it's been really cool man like i just i don't know lots of um lots of shit i just didn't expect so mm. it's been just lovely what's some of the like the um the unexpected like side benefits that have come out of it that you didn't really realize i get some free shit 
Mm. That's always nice. Um, what have you got? What's the best shit? Oh, I, some people. Oh, Splendor tickets. I don't Ooh, know. Oh, yeah. that's pretty rad. Yeah, I did some, like, I had worked for them as an illustrator, but that was like a freelance job. And then they're mm. like, and have some tickets. And so I was like, that's cool. Got, got a pair of sneakers. That was kind of sick. Never posted about them. <laughs> they, they're like, yeah, just post if you want to. I'm like, all right. Don't want to. Don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like storied them once. Um, just because, I don't know, it's weird to like fucking, it's like you're tricking an audience that you already mm. respect. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Um, yeah, free shit's cool. Uh, I've been, uh, I did murals in kind of interesting places. That's been cool. Like um, I did both pedestrian TV offices as murals. Oh, yeah. That was pretty neat. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I don't know, heaps of shit that just probably will pop into my uh, into my head as soon as I like stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah stop the podcast. But yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Also, just like generally getting recognised at like on the street and at pubs and stuff. That's yeah, right. pretty trippy. Like people come up to you and just like, they're like, oh man, I loved your videos and all this shit. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, I don't know. Like meeting heaps of people as well. Yeah, like, I'm meeting way more people off the internet than I ever used to. Like you know, like people like yourselves or like other people who are doing like similar things and yeah. I always wondered that if, you know, because you make internet friends you mm. know, and like, you know, you have your chats and they're usually people doing similar things to you. And I was always like, I wonder if this ever goes offline. Turns out it does. You know, mm. I've met heaps of, you know, I guess people that I would say are, you know, funny online yeah. and that I admired and, you know, I've met heaps in real life and they're all awesome. Like, it's great. Yeah, it is. It is cool when you like, yeah, mm. you can kind of use it for that. Eh? Yeah. And it be, yeah, it becomes like a, I guess it's just like a network, but I always thought it was weird. Like Tinder for friends, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You, but isn't it funny? Like, so using Tinder, for example, it's such a weird thing because there is no physical to it. And it's almost like you can, all right, what do I need right now? I need validation or I need someone to listen to my day or I need casual sex right now. So it's like, then you can just look to your phone and you can um, summon it yeah you can mm. like just fully on tap and it's like it's a real person but they're not a real person if that makes sense because it's like you don't you, there's nothing real that you've had like that could be a dude that's on the other side of that thing that's just got some photos and you kind of don't care yeah it's like it doesn't really matter as long as you get out of it the thing that you went into it for like it's fucking weird eh? it's awesome and it's like we live in a really like like weird time of the internet where it's just kind of like going through puberty before mm. you know we can fully like properly replicate you know ourselves physically Mm. without needing to actually transport ourselves you know like when vr comes in and all that shit Mm. we can actually like you know you and i can sit across the table and yeah you know but, but we're pre that and this is like archaic internet you know this shit is gonna look so fucking funny it's gonna look like a nokia dude 100 percent. it'll look so weird and we'll be like oh back in my day you had to type type on a little thing what? you mean like a keyboard oh that's where that icon comes from uh, yeah. that's that emoji i've seen that emoji yeah yeah before. yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's called oh man it's it's definitely like i can see like i personally think that simulation theory is probably the more likely um, root of existence than any god or anything like I I have this theory of I don't know, fuck it, a lot of other people do too I guess yeah. but like 
the reason we've never found anything, the reason we've never been visited, all the reasons that we are like kind of alone and that the galaxy is forever expanding kind of thing, or the universe, sorry, is that it's like, like if you put a rat in a shoebox and then you close the lid on that shoebox, then there's a variable there that is outside the walls of that box that you can never ever get to like you could the rat could never see what's outside of the box there's just not enough information that has been given so it's like imagine that we're just a shoebox and a rack in a data center in somewhere and what we have is the, the, our container is the universe and it's forever expanding and it's infinite and all of our mathematics add up to like this thing that is kind of impossible and which is sort of where we're at now right and then we're just this lonely little planet and it just seems so big and random that yeah we're a part of like this big universe and that our universe is the only one like but yeah it's like are we just the rat in the shoebox without the informate enough information to correctly say what it is like is the universe just a container and if so what's the point is somebody mining data from it or dude that's what i what i think that that's what it is like so let's say like time and space is relative only to our experience and our consciousness and we've all collectively our consciousness experiences time and space in a super similar way so what's to say that that speed isn't like 44 times fast forward or, or whatever to something else so i think like let's say why would anybody want to run a simulation so it's like let you've got a, a civilization let's call it actual year one first original civilization or whatever the fuck it would be what would be the need to do it i think it is like data mining running simulations running political simulations we're on a planet like let's say there's earth but with all black people earth with all white people or earth with all only indians earth with we're only the, animals. mixed race earth yeah, yeah and then and then it's like all right then let's have this mixed race earth let's have this earth where there's everybody has an iq of 140 up let's have an earth where everybody has an iq of 80 and below so it's like then you just have all of these they're in this this same container shoe boxes in a bookshelf yeah and it's yeah. just a fucking yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like you're running all of these similar simulations because like imagine if we got to that point like that we could be the year one kind of day one civilization and this is where we're at and this is it but it's like if you assume that in with the bell curve that is technology if you assume that that's just going to keep going and right now when you look at like vr and and um that like you know the sims and world of warcraft and like all these places like that is its own little kind of universe and it's like if in what is it 100 years 200 years we get to a place where we can make it to where there's a replicate consciousness yeah. yeah so then it's like well what are the if we can get to that what are the odds we're the first one to get to that probably slender fuck all like it would it mathematically would be almost out of the question that we are the first ones if we can then get to a place where we can replicate ourselves kind of thing so it's like imagine how useful it would be if we had this system where it's like you pump in all the data and then because like you got to think like will science get so good that it can put in the value of the big bang 
like create that explosion and then if you then played it in fast forward to where one second equaled um 10 years or something and then you could just watch that computer grow what happened out of the big bang then it's like would we get earth right now like would we be able to pause on 2018 and see exact would it be exactly the same as where we're at and then if you could create that sum and then you could press play but don't stop it at 2018 and stop it at 3018 is that what the future would look like so like fuck man i have i really wonder about all that kind of stuff and then it's like if you could get to the point where you could manipulate that um things within that to where it's like oh let's fucking let's run the trump experiment yeah and we're the trump experiment and our whole thing is like and then they just press play on right now and it's like 2016 is where the actual society is and then we're just these freaks living in 2018 in the donald trump experiment and then they've like mined all this data and they've like shown it to the actual world and be like look guys this is what happened when trump was in office where this is his whole four years nobody fucking do it and then they've like run another simulation that's like the hillary simulation or whatever no, nobody do that either. and then it's like yeah. fuck we can't do that either but i don't know like i just fucking that's what i wonder i was like that's probably what this is more so than because it just it's so unexplainable that there probably isn't an explanation if that makes sense that was awesome <laughs> i like fully went all on that that was that was great but like yeah like you there would be a fucking legit reason to run those simulations it would be yeah and like you said data center just mining fucking info just like finding out around what if variable x is you know slightly different and when time is so relative to just our experience but then if you can simulate the big bang and then you can choose the value of time that just becomes a variable you can control it's like how far into the future could you watch this shit if you could create it because like in theory you could do it with enough computing and all that kind of shit to like replicate the big bang and just fucking press play and i think that i i think that that's probably going to be the only thing that ever does answer the question of the like what created all well it wouldn't answer what created it but it would show us what happened in the past like you could actually look to the past and look to the future yeah because if you could get that big bang bang on yep and press play every atom in place yeah Yeah. exactly because like fuck it it it's just a calculation right to like what made it go bang but even then, it's like everything, a nothing to everything. How's that fucking work? I don't know, it's very, very, like fate based, yeah, mm. or determinist, I should say, yeah. And then it still doesn't answer the question of the actual society that, or the actual world that's running all the simulations. You know what what made them, and mm. so it still leaves that question open. Yeah. And then they would. It's like that's just the ultimate conundrum then is because it's like well you could never find out the base value like you'd just be lost in this sea of mm. of like well if we could make them then someone else could make us and then is Where it is it stop? useful information to know you know let's say somebody came down and confirmed it well, what happens now do exactly you, do you change yep no that's the thing and like what would it even fucking do for you yeah to know just depress you <laughs> yeah and like that's maybe maybe you wouldn't feel depressed maybe you'd feel quite free liberated yeah like, but i feel nothing matters yeah well i kind of do feel like that in a sense of like i feel like nothing matters but everything matters and i feel like if you can navigate through life with that attitude of like 
with, I guess, the liberation of nothing actually matters, but the responsibility that everything matters, it's like that's probably the spot to be. Just right there, right in the middle. Yeah, just yeah. like constantly live on that line of like giving a fuck about everything, but knowing that life is like it's all kind of for nothing at the same time. I don't know. That was a good Psytrance album that summed up, sums up that is uh, nothing lasts, but nothing is lost. Mm, yeah. It's a good. It's like a good way to think yeah. about it. But not again, even a side transfer. <laughs> you're not. Uh, maybe maybe when I was like 18. Full party days. Oh, huge. Yeah. Yeah. We um like uh, infected mushroom and all that. Oh, shit. all that shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's been two hours and fifty six minutes. Holy smokes! Did it feel like that? It certainly didn't. Yeah, there you <laughs> that go. was crazy. Ass. That was that was a great way to start the day. Yeah. What do you got on now? You got to go do some like real shit. Oh yeah, I got got meeting, meetings, 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 all that shit. Just fucking life of a youtube star fucking <laughs> oh yeah thanks for doing it man oh it's dude fucking, thanks for having me on yeah yeah it's cool to me like, um, yeah shout out to matt o'connor for fucking hooking it up and, oh yeah well pressing that, that Cheers, tag dude. button yeah yeah and yeah. um yeah i'm stoked and like i mean there's probably a lot of people listening that um know who you are but to the people that don't check you out what's all your socials and all your um, channels and pretty shit? much just just google struthless on insta it's truthless 69 because truthless was taken by somebody with five followers go fuck yourself i fucking hate that eh? i fucking hate it and then you're like oh gotta augment same as gypsy tales i couldn't have gypsy tales no some way. dude had like uh, uh, let's look it up right now there's yeah. like fucking nobody on there there's no one home and you just like want to report it or something like be like but, but you can't you're powerless so i'm stuck with the number um, let's see i'm just gonna check about gypsy tales one follower zero post zero following that's pretty much truthless no oh, absolutely <laughs> well we'll still it again at some point later. yeah dude, i enjoyed it much. i, didn't, I yeah. didn't know where to go i didn't know what we'd talk about but it was good we, got like we had a good, good politics chat. veganism and simulations yeah the simulation thing could just go all day it's oh man doesn't totally. noodle in that shit huge matrix is real it is <laughs> it's a documentary all right man i'll talk to you soon Sweet. cheers thanks <laughs>